<laughs> How's it going? How's it going? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Isn't this fun? Um, welcome to the China Show. Make sure we're all up and running here. Sorry. Have to excuse the last minute running around. That's uh, how it is. Episode 134. Yes. Sir. For some reason, one of our microphones was on the floor. It was, and that is not something you want. No. Did you, did you drop the mic? Uh, I did not drop the mic. <laughs> I did not put it down there. Okay, anyway. Because we were installing some lighting. Yeah. Um, so we had to move Bear with us, guys. You know, we're always evolving. It doesn't evolving. matter. Yeah. Let's get into it. We've got quite the show for you today. Uh, episode 134 of The China Show. Let's get right into it. We're going to saunter right into it with what's new. Okay. And uh, what's new today is we've got... What was that? Nothing falling off the roof, is it? No, we're good. No, it's some of the stuff that we use to put the lights up. Okay. Uh, what's new today, guys, is we have some beautiful art for you again. You guys remember the famous artist from last time where he doesn't even look at what he's painting? This yeah. guy looks. He looks. But he injects a certain uh, pizzazz. Let's take a look. I mean, let's just see. Go back to that. I just want to... Yeah. Would you hang that up in your house? It reminds me if you're painting the wall of your house and you put down some cloth or something, <laughs> you, you know, like all no, the just like the paper. Yeah, the you paper, know, that yeah. paper. Yeah, that's what it is. I think we've come up with a great idea. No, I think that would look better because it had different colors. And <laughs> it's true. Stuff. Let's let's just see that one more time. Um, I wonder if he's got a developing mind. Yeah, he probably does. Yeah. He looks he looks like that guy. Um, but I do want to go back to that real quick. I just okay. want to I want to point this out so you guys have some context. That's a great freeze frame. Oh, oh okay. Where, where he's like okay. I just love that he was just screaming there. But anyway. Yeah, that's part of the it's performance art, right? It's gotta be. Yeah, so what happens in China is that the wrong kind of people end up in positions of power slash respect. Yeah. So you'll get professors that have didn't go to school. Mm. You'll get doctors that don't have degrees. You'll get uh, freaking government officials that didn't graduate kindergarten. Yeah. You know? Sure. You get these people because what happens is... You get Xi Jinping. Yeah, I mean, you get <laughs> Xi Jinping. What yeah. happens is in, a, in Chinese society, uh, when they demonize all the intellectuals, yeah. and then they put the peasants in power under Chairman Mao, yep. you are in a situation where you are rewarding the people that were bullying their way to the top. Correct. You're not not like studying their way to the top or mm. being altruistic or helping society. Yeah. Bullying their way to the top. Correct. I mean, that's how it works. You have to, you know what they say? Uh, shit floats to the top or turds float to the top or whatever. Sure. So anyway, <laughs> respected artists, <laughs> yes. like in this scenario, mm -hmm. they work their way to the top. <laughs> they float to the top. They float to the top. And now we get to watch um, yeah. watch their videos. We'll, we'll take it one more time before we move on. <laughs> Fantastic. I like that they're like cheering them on. Mm, sell it for a million dollars. Okay, what, what do we got next? Here's obviously a joke, right? Oh, yeah. It's just, so it's just people are making fun of everything is quarantine. This is a truck driver, by the way. Yeah, they use these stickers uh, mm. when they go through uh, different areas like toll booths and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they put stickers on their doors so that they're locked down in their truck. So they they're not allowed to leave. COVID, yeah. But in this uh, checkpoint, they put stickers on his willy. Well, you think he? I think he put them yeah, in there just as sure. a joke, yeah. because a lot of the truck drivers have been complaining that they're not allowed to use the bathroom because yeah. they're in their trucks. They they go through a checkpoint. They get like quarantine stickers, and they're not allowed to open. Not allowed to break that seal. In other words, they're not allowed to exit their truck. 
and they don't have toilets built into the trucks, right? Uh-huh. So it's kind of a just a making fun of the fact that he's not allowed to pee. He took it of his truck and put it there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on to something a little more serious. Uh, what do we got here? Portuguese guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe his name was. Let me just pull it up here. His name was John Joseph John. His name was. His name is Joseph okay. John. I don't want to be too grim. Yeah, which one is it out of that list? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Everyone's got masks on. Yeah, uh, Joseph John was good. Good one. Yeah. Uh, does it matter? You guys of course it, it matters. The poor guy. Okay, so what's happening to Joseph John? I don't even know if he's in this photo. It could oh. be the lawyers. This Maybe is, it's the lawyers. This is in the article. Okay. Joseph John appeared. Does that matter? <laughs> I mean, you've got to put a name to a face, right? No one has a face there, do they? He's the guy taking the photo. He's the guy yeah. taking the photo. <laughs> anyway, yeah. He's like, love yeah. to be here, guys. Yeah, right, anyway, yeah. he appeared at the West Kowloon Magistrate's Court mm-hmm. in Hong Kong. Right. In front of the principal magistrate, Peter Law, one of the city's handpicked national security judges. So you guys have to remember, Hong Kong ended up with this national security law, mm. which stopped all the millions of protesters. Um, actually, the protesters were out there to protest against this law. What it means is that um, you, if you're against the Chinese government, basically, it's considered a national security problem. Yeah. And so you are liable for punishment uh, by mainland Chinese law, more yes. or less, right? So. If you say anything uh, against Xi Jinping, against the Chinese government, even online, yeah, you are uh, responsible for this law. Like you, you could be tried under this law, the Correct. national security law. And they said that they weren't going to use this unless mm-hmm. it was like very egregious. Offenses. I mean, that was their whole thing. They're trying to push it through, and they were saying, "Don't worry about it. This is only for like extreme cases." Yeah, we still have. Yeah. Like a rule-based society, a law-based Yeah, society. yeah. So everyone was protesting against this because they were like, no, it's going to yeah. be abused. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It gets forced through anyway, and it's being abused. So There's yeah. a reason they were protesting. Yeah, this guy, uh, he mm-hmm. posted um, statements on Facebook and internet websites, like okay. Instagram and Telegram, with seditious intent. So probably something against the government. It says, yeah. The 40-year-old allegedly intended to bring in tr- into hatred or contempt to excite disaffection against central authorities and the Hong Kong government. Um, so basically, he was uh, not given bail. He was denied bail. And now this is one of those cases where we need to pay attention to because this mm-hmm. is a person from a, from a different country. Yeah, it's a Portuguese guy. Portuguese guy who posted online. Yeah, online. And is right. now... Well, it, he's been arrested and is now going to be tried under the national security law. So you as a as a foreigner, and I say foreigner as in a non-Chinese or a non-Hong Kong person, yeah, can uh, post something online when you're in Germany, when you're sure. in America, when you're in Canada, and you post a Winnie the Pooh meme. Yeah. And it says, like, down with the CCP or something. Mm-hmm. If they find out and you are on a layover... Yeah, and in you Hong stop Kong. over in Hong Kong and say you're on the way to Japan or Australia. Sure. You have a layover in Hong Kong. They can rip you off that plane and they can throw you in jail over a national security law. I just want you guys to understand. Yeah, that. it is. It is yeah. actually that extreme. It's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty awful. All right. What do we got um, besides that? Oh, man. No, this, this is, is like, so annoying. Sick. And you know, yeah. when, you know, I always say this. Yeah. I say, I wish we weren't right. Yeah. A lot of the times, I just wish we could be proven wrong. Please, yeah. please don't prove us right every single time. Yeah, yeah, because we called this. We called this. Remember when Bannerman put his banners out there, right? Yes. 
very brave man in Beijing. He put his banners out there and he had a couple of sayings, you know, like, we don't want a cultural revolution, we want open reform. Yeah. That kind of thing, down with Xi Jinping. So people, what they were doing is they were going around and they were actually posting, um, not posting, airdropping um, documents and flyers. Because you can do that with an Apple phone. It's kind of like Bluetooth. If you've got right. a picture on there, you can, you can try it out now. Try and annoy your co- co-workers at work or wherever you are right now. If you've got a picture, just go like share and you yeah. choose airdrop. Yeah. And it'll search for any Apple device nearby. I was just checking mine to see if, I could, if yeah. it has the same problem. It does not. Yeah, of course not. Okay. And then like if you see someone's phone or laptop or something there that's an Apple device, you click on it and it'll pop up a prompt on their one. It will say yes. someone is trying to send you a picture. Do you want to accept it? Yes or no. So people were getting these on the subway. It would pop up and say, Xi Jinping is trying to send you a picture. And if you clicked yes, it would come up with a flyer with Bannerman's demands on it. Okay, so it's kind of like a covert way for people to spread the message. So what Apple has now done is capitulated to China, just like we guessed they would. Mm-hmm. And if they have now changed the Apple operating system, the iOS operating system, in China only, mm-hmm. so that AirDrop has to be turned on manually and it can only stay on for 10 minutes yeah so in other words your phone will no longer be able to just receive airdrop you have to go in there and say i want to receive from everyone and it only lasts 10 minutes and then it turns off correct so that prevents people from being able to anonymously try to send you something yeah so that's apple bowing down to the ccp once again uh, because the CCP is like, no, we can't have people being able to freely send stuff. I mean, I was so like, I was almost like uh, my mind was pushing it away. I was like, there's no way this is true. It's a rumor. Mm-hmm. And then when it was confirmed, I was like, this is this is just not okay. No. What have we done to get ourselves in a position where a company responsible for freedom of t- telecommunications? Mm-hmm is capitulating with one of the worst governments in the entire world and then expecting everyone to be okay with it. Because yeah. here's the deal. This is what I'm trying to battle with. I was like, when we cover this, what do we, what kind of solution do we offer? What do you do? What do you do here? Like, how do you make, how do you pressure a company to, to say, what are you doing? Like, you, you can't do that. Sure. You know, this is absolutely insane. I mean, this is, what's next, yeah. right? What's next? Well, here's the thing. Apple doesn't want to lose its big market share in China. It also has most of its factories and production in China. Okay? So from their point of view, they're like, oh, no, we're going to have to do something or the government's going to boycott us again or get its people to hate us and not buy our products or give us trouble with our factories and so on. But that's bullshit. I think Apple should turn it the other way around. I think Apple should be like, listen, China, we bring so much to your country. Not only do we offer huge amounts of work opportunity for all the laborers that work at our factories and all the cheap labor and all the skilled labor and everything in between, all the logistics, all of the everything, all right? Because millions of jobs are created because of Apple being in China. So many, like everything that works around getting those factories running, even if it's a plumber or, or somebody who comes in to screw in a light bulb in a factory, it's, there's work being generated, okay? Never mind the actual workers. Logistics, all the chips and all the stuff being sent to China there to build it. The factories themselves, the trade, the fact that China gets so much money off of all the sales of the iPhones and so on. Apple should be like, no, if you want us to stay here, 
we're going to just not capitulate to your bullshit. That's how it should be. But unfortunately, it's the other way around. Apple's sitting there saying, oh, sorry, master. We'll turn off that. We don't want any kind of freedom of speech or anyone being able to say what they think in the borders of China. So we'll just do what you say. It shouldn't be that way. It should be the opposite way, right? Absolutely agree. Anyway, that's what's going on with Apple. It's disgusting. Apple has capitulated to the CCP again and clamped down on freedom of speech. And you know what pisses me off the most? Is that they won't do that elsewhere. No. Nope. In America, remember they had like some Al-Qaeda terrorists that had plotted and killed a bunch of people or whatever, and the FBI wanted access to the phone of an Al-Qaeda guy or whatever, and Apple was like, no. So that's the biggest slap in the face, is yeah. that... They're like, well, we'll do it within the laws, right? So the law in America says we don't have to capitulate to authorities. Yeah. So they won't. Yeah. But the law in China says you have to capitulate to authorities and you have to change the actual software, how it runs. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Isn't it just bullshit? The double yeah. standards is what gets me. Yeah. Because if, That's the biggest if, part. If Apple wants to sit there and be like, oh, we, we believe in privacy and we believe in freedoms and stuff like that. And they're all... Yeah. They're all into promoting minority rights and fringe groups' rights. And, you know, they're a very friendly, diverse company. Mm -hmm. But them doing something like this for mainland China flies in the face of all of that. It deletes all of that. Yes. It gets rid of all of that. Like, you can be the most happy, great, loving, open-armed company in the world, but you've just now suppressed 1.4 billion people with your bullshit. So that all gets thrown off the table. Yeah. Sorry, Apple. You're just a horrible dictator worshiper. You know? Yes. Anyway, let's move on. Man, what a disappointment. Okay, now this is also a terrible disappointment. Okay, yep. this is the this is unfortunately something we've talked about a lot in the past, and here it is in action. Um, for those of you listening, it doesn't sound great. In fact, I'll turn the volume down. There's a lot of yeah. You don't need any any volume. Yeah, I'll turn no it off actually. Um, what we've got here is we've got some firemen, and they're struggling with a fire hydrant. There is a building on fire, okay? And um, they're struggling and struggling with this fire hydrant. And, well, they don't get it working, and the uh, apartment burns down, and presumably lives were lost in the process. Yeah. Okay? And you know why? Maybe you could tell everyone why it didn't work. It's fake. Fake fire hydrant. I mean, you know, this is the kind of thing that would make people go crazy, like they'd be like, "Are you are you kidding? There's no way." Yeah. You, if you if you understand China, yeah, then you would understand that this is so normal. Yeah. To do things just for appearances, even if something works temporarily, you get like a whole new uh, apartment complex with beautiful fountains and a pool. Yeah. And then a month later, it's covered in algae, and then the month la later after that, it's filled in or stopped. It's derelict, right? Yeah. You get stuff like that, which is just for appearances, and then you also get situations where. Oh, the the city said that we need to have fifty fire hydrants here, yes. right? But they're never going to use them. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Like, who cares, right? So they don't hook it up. They just put something. They just put it, put it there it in, the ground. in the ground. Yeah. Right. And this is this is the uh, you know you don't usually get video coming out of China that shows the aftermath of these kind of problems. Yeah. But you have the same problem that we've seen personally, um, where you have elevators. That elevators just fall and up, escalators fall, fall down. Escalators eating people. That was a huge. That was a huge epidemic in China. It just happened a few times uh, yeah. last week, actually. Again, again? yeah. Like actual es like escalators in shopping malls, yeah. killing people. And you yeah. think to yourself, how is that even possible? Yeah. Like, has you have you ever heard of escalators killing 
like not one but yeah, i'm sure lots it's of happened but it's it's an epidemic yeah and China. it turns out because none of them were maintained yes and so you know certain the like the plates when you get off you stand on this plate and that if that's not properly maintained and it's not checked and the screws come loose it can collapse it can fall in and people are being falling in and getting crushed yeah weird stuff like that and it's because people in China, it's all about face, like we said, okay? It's all about, okay, we're supposed to do X, Y, Z. Let's mm -hmm. just pretend we did it. Yeah. Every time you walk into a, a, a lift, like in your apartment building, you'll see a little stamp up there that it's been inspected. It's supposed to be inspected every couple of months or whatever, and it's got a stamp and it's signed and everything. And so... Most important is the first stamp you get. Yeah. And they install it. Yes. Right? And so it's all about peace of mind. You see that stamp and yeah. you think, great. Then you find out that they just pay someone to give them the stamp. Yeah. I mean, you know? we've said this a million times, but in my apartment building, mm -hmm. got, they got the stamp. They paid off the, the yeah. company. Yeah. They paid off the government. Uh, corrupt at, corrupt is, is hell, this country, right? And then the elevator collapsed and there's family inside. Yeah. And it could have been me. I mean, that was like, I used it that day that yeah. it happened. You know I, what mean, I mean, also think about it. The worker himself who gets sent out to do the inspections, mm -hmm. it's much easier for him to not inspect. Think about it. So the worker himself, he'll just go there, he'll go into the elevator, he'll just put a thing up there, oh, it's fine, without actually going yeah. through the effort of inspecting. Of just put the sticker in and walk off, because hey, not my problem, I'm not being paid money. Also, the, the building company doesn't want to pay for uh, any problems. Yeah. So if he looks at it and he's like, hey, there's some issues here, they'll just pay him off to sure. get the stamp, you understand? There's like, it's at every level, yeah. right? cutting corners. And so here's, here's at a level where you can directly see the results of that kind of, uh, I don't even what, know what you'd call it, societal norm. Yeah. Societal yeah. norm and negligence, yes. Yeah. It's awful stuff, guys. And when people's lives are at risk, for instance, having a working fire hydrant instead of a fake one that was just installed because they said you need five fire hydrants in this area or whatever, mm. you know, this is what happens. So... Mm. Um, as much as you see coming out of China where they keep showing you, look at what we've done this time. Yeah. Look at this amazing new technology. The world should learn from us from uh, coal mining. This yeah. is a new thing. Why don't you explain that? So, you see, there's, another, there's a new push coming out of the, the Chinese media right now all about coal mining. And they're trying to push the fact that um, Huawei and 5G and all of this is making coal mining so safe because miners don't even need to work anymore. They just sit in like a room and, and remote control the mining equipment. It's fantasy. It's garbage. It's like Elon Musk's Hyperloop. It's one of those things that, yes, you can make diagrams and yes, you can put together fancy presentations and say it all works and it's all great, but it's not implemented and it can't be implemented properly. It's just a good idea. There's pilot programs out there where they can try stuff, but the reality is that the coal mining industry in China is the most dangerous in the world. One of the, one of the most dangerous Seriously. industries, period, in the yeah. whole world. And uh, coal miners in China uh, suffer greatly, you know? I, I had students that fathers mm -hmm. died in coal yeah. mining accidents. If I know someone personally, it's a problem. So it's very annoying when you see Chinese state media going out there and the pundits and the people working for Chinese state media saying, look... We can all learn from China because yeah. of its high-tech coal mining. Meanwhile, it's like the worst in the world. There's no safety standards. I love how the Chinese state <laughs> yeah. people, like the you know the bots, basically, are saying that America can learn from China's coal safety. And yeah. it's like, dude, that is just a slap in the face to the thousands of coal miners that have died unnecessarily in oh, China. Yeah, more than thousands. Th I mean, just, uh, I mean, 
over time, I guess, more than sure. dozens, but lots yeah. and lots of people. <laughs> lots right? of people, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. so that's that's an unfortunate thing. And that's pretty much the end of what's new. So I think we'll take a couple Super Chats now that we're all nice and cheerful. And then we can move on to our main segment, which, of course, is um, Soft Power Hour. Erin Angela says she's... Uh, PLA military is totally outrageous. Mm, certainly don't, is. Don't they know that they have uh, Taiwan has missiles aimed at the Three Gorges Dam? They should live in the fear. <laughs> do we still? Have, we do we have? I don't think we fear? have any of those. We've we we'll bring throw some Miranda. back. No, I I'll can throw throw, throw Miranda. Okay. You gotta understand, China. That's that's correct. Good enough. Kristen Kesley, thank you very much. Quinn F. Our who have searched American city of Ontario and Pennsylvania. Where are your wedding, Windstone? Asking for a friendly. I guess okay. this is an agent sent out by Must be, China must Docs. be, yeah. Koala1203, thank you. Uh, hey, anyhow, Dan Dong, what's up? Oh, yeah, definitely. I could get one of those if I can find it. Port of Dan Dong. Like figuring out where everything is here. Yeah. Cool. Happy uh, V Diddy says happy for a die Friday. Thank you. There are two luxury condo buildings in New York City that are being funded, developed, and marketed by Chinese nationals. It's like they couldn't build enough within mainland China. How is this allowed and legal? <laughs> this this is happening in Vancouver. I mean, and all over Canada as well. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I've been reading a lot on this. You know, you'll get uh, very rich Chinese um, investors will come and actually buy like a a house, like a nice house or something. They knock it down and build like you know, apartments there instead. Mm -hmm. It just makes more sense. They can hire, out, rent out more and earn more money off of a smaller yeah, I mean, piece of land. Yeah, from a business sense, it makes a lot yeah. of sense. Think about it. Uh, real estate overseas is one of the best investments for rich Chinese people, whether they're corrupt or not. Yeah. You know, because when you've got money in China, you know it's only a matter of time before that money gets taken from you. And it could be frozen by the government, you know, it could, anything can happen to it, right? You can't own property in China, you lease it, but when you buy property overseas, it's yours for life, and you can pass it down to your children. Yeah. And it's one of the most stable forms of investment. It's better than buying crypto or gold or whatever else, right? So that's where investment goes. And like I said, whether it's corrupt money um, or legitimate money, that's where it ends up. And so, unfortunately, the rest of the world's real estate has become an investment engine for rich Chinese people, which has driven up the uh, real estate costs everywhere around the world. Mm -hmm. Because, unfortunately, um, they don't really have many other options. Nice. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I like that your soundboard is in frame and a screwdriver and a mic, a mic holder. Oh, you mean uh, uh, this is... I don't know if you guys realize this, but we are in a makeshift studio right now. Hi, do you hear it? Does it? Is it any because different? Because we're not currently in the normal place. But yeah. what we can do is do our best. <laughs> yes. Please bear with us. Um, yes. Should we move on to our main topic? Uh, no, we need to move on to our sponsor today. Oh, of course. Sorry about that. We're going to start out with uh, Five Minute News, everyone. What do you have to say about these lovely people? Five Minute News is a great uh, news source. It's a audio style news so you listen to it before your breakfast or while you're eating breakfast i should say um and it's all the the best most highlighted news stories so you don't have to sit through a huge feed and compete for different like stories and sit through apple news or msnbc or cnn or bbc it's just the most important stuff straight to your ears in the morning yeah so many news networks but which one to trust journalist anthony davis of the five minute news podcast provides a trusted voice amongst the noise Featuring only the three most important world news stories of the day published Monday through Friday, the 5-Minute News Podcast fills a forgotten sector of the news industry. That's true news. 
factual, verified, and responsible news gathering without the need for dramatization, embellishment, or theatrics. Five-minute news cuts through the noise of legacy cable and network television news whilst going deeper uh, than traditional radio news bulletins. Five-minute news focuses on inequality, health, and climate issues with the goal of making politics relatable. The podcast offers no opinion, no bias, just the facts. Five-minute news is published early in the morning, so you can listen while you have breakfast and lets you get on with your day knowing that you're fully informed. Subscribe today to the daily news podcast that matters at 5minute.news. That's 5minute.news, and the link is down in the description. And by the way, it's completely free. Yeah, it's good, man. I think it's great. You know, audio is very important. Yeah. You know, if you close your eyes, you can still listen to stuff. Very true. You don't need to watch it. No. And if you close your ears, you can still watch stuff. I actually but prefer can you listening. understand it? Yeah. I prefer <laughs> listening to podcasts than, uh, than, than watching them sometimes. It's actually really good. Very convenient, especially in the sure. car and stuff. You better not. You better not be driving around watching stuff. By the way, <laughs> you best not be doing. It's that. probably not a good idea. Remember yeah. they used to have like uh, DVD players in cars. Yeah. You know, drivers were watching that shit. Dude, come on. We filmed people. Remember, like <laughs> yeah. when we, yeah, we drove did. to LA and there's people just watching on their phones mm. while they're driving mm. in traffic. It's like, don't do that, please. No, please do not. <laughs> and also, like drug addicts running on the side of the road. Yes, we got to do that. Hey, you know. Just just an aside, a completely different aside here, but like somebody was yeah. complaining the other day, right? And they were like, hey, listen, why do you only show bad sides of China, you guys? Why don't you show like the good sides? It must have been a Wumao, right? Yeah, it's a Wumao. Yeah, okay. They're like, why don't you ever show the bad sides of America? I was like, have you seen the videos that we filmed in America? So I pointed, we, we did a video. Yeah, we did a video on ADV China that's called like we found uh, white, pe- white Chinese people or something like yeah. that, right? And in that video, we were in America, we were uh, in, in California. We drove to a place called the Salton Sea, where we yes. rode our motorcycles. Yes. We saw disgusting trailer parks, people living in serious poverty, which we filmed. We got yeah. drone shots of it, everything. We saw a crack den. I walked into an abandoned, like, uh, I think it was an old could fire have been, station. Could have been any drug, we don't know. Whatever it was, yeah. there was literally feces on the wall and in the to- like there was an old abandoned toilet piled up with feces. Yeah. There was a guy with a syringe walking around. I mean, he wasn't even up. hiding it. He was literally walking around with yeah. it in his hand, just like, I yeah. said he was blessing the land with it because he kept shaking it all. Fil- filmed him. Around. And I'm like, what is wrong with people? Can they not see that I filmed the bad parts of everywhere? We filmed life. the best, like we, we filmed film we everything. We, we filmed we good. Go, we don't go out yeah. to see it. If you see a bad thing, you film it. It's yeah. like, this is ridiculous. If you see a good thing, you film it. Look how cool this is. Yeah. That's how we like. do it. So this whole narrative that um, we're biased or something like that is no, look, we show the bad sides of America too. Yeah. You know, exactly. that's what we do. Was, yeah, it's kind of a funny been. thing. Yeah. It was just so funny to be able to, you know, counter it with facts. Dude, that's just one video. How yeah. many? So many. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. yeah. We show we show some good and some some bad everywhere we go. That's what we do. We observe and we like to complain about problems because that's how you get them fixed. Joshua King says the east side of the Salton Sea is a shit shit show. What's the west side like? Is that like nice? I don't know. We 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 only went to the bad part. What was that place called? Something Desert Shores or something? Desert Shores. I think it was called that yeah. Lake Shore Desert Shores. Desert like Shores, that. I think. Something like that. Word from the bird. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you should watch that video sometime if That's you have a choice. Video, yeah. Let's move on to Soft Power Hour, guys. This is where we talk about what's happening and how China's trying to change your mind, be it good or bad. Yeah. Mostly in a bad way. Yes. Okay. So there's the title of our thing is that rich people are trying to flee China. They're trying to get out of China. They're yeah. trapped, right? Yeah. This is true. Okay. 
how many was it again? 10,000 millionaires or whatever it was? Oh, it was just in one go. In one, yeah, 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 in one go left. Rich people are leaving, okay? And that's because they know that the clampdown on, well, being a capitalist basically is happening at the moment. China's yeah. closing down. And um, the reason they got rich in the first place and the methods that they used to get rich are no longer really possible. Yeah. Okay. People know what's, they could see the writings on the wall. The rich people yeah. know. The rich people have left, especially people in Shanghai who have experienced the lockdowns and so on. Yeah. Their illusions of China being a better, greener pasture mm-hmm. is now gone. Right. Because it was like that for a while, you know? China is growing, very prosperous. Some people that had gone overseas to start a life and they have a career and all that kind of nonsense, they then see China suddenly just growing crazily, mm-hmm. you know? New infrastructure popping up in a year, new high-speed rails, you know, a lot of money being thrown into the tech industry and into all this stuff. So they got enticed back to China, a lot of people. They're like, okay, we're going to go back there. This is where we're going to go make money. We're going to find our mountain of gold or whatever. They get back to China. Things are rapidly growing. They are, they are seeing a great change, but now they're seeing the opposites happening. Yeah. Okay. Things are closing down. If you're a millionaire or a billionaire, you better watch your back because the Chinese government's coming after you eventually. And they nab you for whatever reason and they freeze your assets and they take your company from you and all this kind of nonsense. Freeze your ass. Yeah, exactly. Um, And so people are like, now they're trying to get their money out and they're trying to get out. But there's this awful situation now where it's incredibly difficult to leave China. They're making it harder and harder for people to get passports. It's getting harder and harder to leave. Yeah, it is. You got a lot of song lyrics in my head right now. Yeah, exactly. But no, quite seriously, it's getting incredibly difficult for people to actually just leave right now. You can't casually travel, that's for sure. No. Um, No. And uh, we've had a lot of anecdotal um, situations, people reaching out and saying, hey, listen, I've been applying for a passport for my Chinese wife for like a year now, and they haven't been giving her one. Yeah. So we've heard success stories as well, thankfully, Mm -hmm. but it's becoming more of a norm to be very worried about this. Yeah. Uh, so what's been going on is that there have been a lot of uh, WeChat messages going around. Yeah. Right. And I'm only going to show you the translated ones because yeah. it's not going to be useful to read the Chinese ones for you. So mm-hmm. um, it's fairly accurate translation. Basically, uh, people have these WeChat groups. And what, if you don't use WeChat, you can kind of think of it like a WhatsApp group. Right? Sure. So you have, you know, on WhatsApp, if you guys use WhatsApp, you can have a group chat. Or on Instagram DMs, you can have a group chat on there. Mm-hmm. Twitter DMs, uh, or think about it like your uh, text messaging. You can have a group of people in your SMS, like your text messaging, iMessage, things mm-hmm. like that. And you'll have a theme for these groups in WeChat. So this is like, just think of China's messaging service. And let's say this group is called uh, Planning to Leave, mm. right? Or this group is called I Want to Move to America. Or just Immigrate Abroad. Or Immigrate Abroad. Or even uh, invest abroad, yeah. right? Do things abroad, travel, even travel groups, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of these are getting smacked with notices from the government that are mm-hmm. telling them they ha- either have to shut them down, yeah. right? Or they're just getting uh, notices that they will be shut down, yeah. right? And when people were looking into it and looking at the government notices, what it was being said was that if you are talking about how to get money out of China, yeah, not just that, if you're talking about how to get a passport to travel abroad, and if you're talking about anything other than using your passport for student exchange mm-hmm. or for um, like a government-sponsored trip type thing, yeah, then you're not allowed to talk about passport applications yeah. or immigration processes 
or tour groups, things like yeah. this. Yeah. And so there's huge amounts of these tour, like tour group companies and WeChat groups that are surrounding immigration in general. Mm -hmm. How do I move to Canada? How do I go visit my daughter? How do yeah. I, you know, this kind of stuff that are that are getting wiped out. Yeah. And actually, it's becoming a law to not be allowed to talk about these things mm. because unless you unless you follow or adhere strictly to the guidelines, I'm translating in my head. Yeah. If you strictly adhere to the guidelines of the immigration policy of yes. China, yeah. If you're not doing that, and that's like I said, it's covering the swath of things, right? Mm. If you're not following that, then your your group gets wiped out, and then you could potentially get into trouble. Mm. So this has caused like a firestorm. Uh, some people are getting these notices and then people on Weibo were talking to each other on WeChat were talking to each other in private and saying like, what's going on? Like, sure. is the immigration policy changing like crazy? And some mm. people at the top that work in this kind of field that have these kind of companies are now going out and saying, listen, there must be something massive changing in China's immigration policy. So mm. everyone stay on your toes, be careful. Yeah. And that in turn has caused a massive another wave of yeah. people trying to leave. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and finding all kinds of crazy ways, going through the Kazakh border, mm -hmm. uh, trying to get through Hong Kong, all of these kind of dialogues was about it, how much... Was it Turkey or Hungary? Yeah, Turkey. It's, Turkey is a big one. Yeah. Like if you but that's, in, that's invest there... That's starting to get less popular. Yeah, now. it was like you can go there and if you invest a certain amount of money, you can get a passport and then you can get into the EU or like yeah. the US easy. Things so like that. this mm. obviously doesn't pertain to people that have like a Chinese wife or something. You can mm. still... If you're married to someone, you can still get out if you are a foreign citizen of another sure. country. It's it's not it's not easy. But, but it's not easy to get no. your wife or your Chinese girlfriend out, like you know, mm -hmm. unless they've already got an established visa and an Correct. established passport and everything. My, my point is, it's yeah. not impossible. No, it's what not. is becoming impossible for some of these people is discussion around leaving if you don't have those connections yeah right? if you have if you haven't started any yeah. of these processes yeah. now it's going to be very difficult yeah it's pretty <clears> wild <throat> what's happening so keep your eyes out on this uh, we've saw we've seen this probably for the past year year or two mm -hmm. uh, we've seen china cracking down on letting people leave period yeah but now there's another it looks like another wave of this um almost like another layer of of cracking down on this yeah, yeah. and they're trying to prevent a bunch of things they're trying to prevent talent from leaving. Yes, brain drain. Um, there's a huge brain drain problem in China. And Xi Jinping is actually, if, you, if you're a Chinese nationalist, you'll think he's done a really good job on this. He's mm -hmm. done a good job in keeping Chinese people put, uh, yeah. whether legally, extra-legally, or by people's choice or not. Yeah. Uh, but keeping people put in China because the brain drain uh, of engineers, uh, uh, programmers, uh, people that the key Chinese industries need, in their domestic that's why places like america thrive is because yeah. the best minds from it's attracted yeah. from india and china and so on they want to come to america and yes. they leave china and they yes. come to america and they do very well here yeah because it's rewarded yeah and you get to live a better life you do so that's why people come to america for instance from china yeah but if you're not allowed to leave or if it's difficult for you to leave then china gets to keep your talents yeah so china you know? china's done it well xi jinping has done a good job of mm. making people stay and yeah. i suspect this is just another way of getting people to not move their money out mm. and one of the huge you know uh indicators of this was when the whole real estate situation started to falter yeah, you saw big companies like Evergrande and even some smaller ones. Sure, uh, they were just not returning on their investment or not giving people their their houses or, or money. Yeah, right. Either one of them. When that was kind of blowing up, you were you were seeing people finally talk to each other about it and say, "Hey, maybe we should stop investing in this this real estate sector." Mm. Right. 
And so what was the next best option? Hey, well, traditionally, investing in property was a good way to combat the instability of China. China's a very unstable country. Right. right? Just Despite what you might hear from the Chinese government, it's a very bad place to have your money. Yeah. Uh, because you can't get it out and they can freeze it and it's nationalized, right? The Chinese government actually ultimately has to say over everything you do. Mm. So when you can't have liquid capital and you can't move your investments around and stuff, what's the next best thing? Well, probably get the money out of China. Correct. So you have people that are you know, in the lost generation, you know, 60, 70 years old that have, let's say some of them have money. They can be as nationalist as can be. They can be the biggest Xi Jinping lover. They can be red to the core, yes. right? Love the party mm-hmm. above all. They can go to their square and sing communist songs all day. Yeah. But when push comes to shove and their money is on the table, they know, and they're not stupid, yeah. that the government's not going to take care of them. So what's mm-hmm. the next step? The next logical step is to invest abroad. Yeah. I mean, I, I was looking at 60, 70-year-olds buying crypto. Yeah. I mean, these are people that have no idea what this is. They're, they know what to do. They yeah. know how to get their money out, right? They do. They're trying to stop that, ultimately. Well, I mean, they banned Bitcoin and yeah. stuff in yeah. China for that reason. For that reason, Because yeah. too many people were getting money out. Yeah. You know, it was too easy. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, uh, to summarize this situation... It's always been very easy to go onto the Chinese internet and search, how do I immigrate to America, for instance? And it comes up with tons of loopholes and scams and ways to do it. I mean, I did a video on the whole um, birth tourism thing. Remember, I just went and translated some websites. You go on there and they're like, oh, it's easy. We'll teach you how to lie to immigration. So get pregnant. Make sure you're X amount pregnant. And then you come and you just wear loose clothing and you don't you lie to them yeah. about why you're coming and all that you sort of thing. Hawaii. Yeah, or Guam. Mm. Um, but, you know, you go to America. Like, they had they had places in California. And on the yeah. website that I translated, they were like, you can even choose if you want a Chinese doctor or a Western doctor. Yep. We've got it all lined up. You have the luxury up. to choose. You, you choose that, and we've got, like... How to do immigration fraud. Yeah, they teach you how to do immigration <laughs> fraud on the website. Yeah. It's like... This is what you say when they ask you these questions. You yeah. lie to them about this. You like lie when, to them about when, that. Like uh, when the immigration talks to you about this, this, and this. This yeah. is what you say in this order. Yeah, it's like when they ask you how long yeah. you're going to stay, tell them two weeks. Yeah. Don't worry. When you're here, you'll be here for six months. Yeah. That kind of thing. All these lies. It was yeah. very easy to to translate. And then yeah. another part of the, that whole thing is like, we've got apartments here. You just come. You stay in the apartment. We have your food ready for you. We set you up. Once, and then they're like, once you've given birth, then we'll help you get the passport for your child. And then you can open up uh, this kind of a bank account, this kind of a trust fund in your child's name. And that's another way to funnel money out. Yeah. But this is public yeah. on the internet that I could go read it and translate it yeah. right there. That's the kind of thing that they're clamping down on right now. If you go search, like, how can I immigrate to America? All these, like, oh, one, two, three step stuff, that's being deleted. Yeah. That's being most of it. Yeah, yeah. it's being it's being scrutinized. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not as blatant as it was yeah. before. Yeah. But just to let you know that that kind of thing is what we're trying to talk about here. It's those kind of yes. steps on how to immigrate, the loopholes that you can take advantage of. The Chinese government is cramp look, clamping down on that, cramping yeah, as well, I for guess. Sure. You know, like ah oh, cramp, you know, <laughs> these guys trying to leave, you know, st- you know, <laughs> oh my true. heart, you know. Um <laughs> But, you know, that's what's going on uh, with this nonsense. And it's not good because it shows you the intent of the government is to... That's what I was going to say. It's about the intent. Yeah, it's to stop people, the freedom of movement. It's really to send a message, too, uh, and to stop people's ambitions ahead of time. Yeah. So people that might have said, hey, my next five-year plan is to maybe get out of China. 
Uh, I still love my country and everything, but I think it's probably we're headed down a darker path or mm -hmm. it's not going to be good for a place to raise my kids or it's not going to be a good place to keep my savings. Yeah. They're trying to stop that now. Yeah. Because the, the brain, like you said, the brain drain, the, the outflux of capital. Yeah. It was a fire hose. Yeah, it's terrible. And unlike the fire hydrants in China, they yeah. actually worked. Yeah, if exactly. The money is funneling everywhere yeah, exactly. outside of China. Yeah. Good, good, so, uh, good analogy. Yeah. All right. Now... We're going to move on to a little bit of a controversy over here. Would you call it a controversy? I would, yeah. A controversy. Well, at least domestically in China. So the, these are the Foxconn dormitories, okay? Remember we told you about Foxconn and Zhengzhou and Foxconn, the people supposedly died, and so everybody's like fleeing from there, right? Yeah. So video... I just said Jim Joe. Like, uh, no, I didn't you say You know, Jim... like Jim Joe over there. Jim, 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 Anyway, um, footage is comes out of uh, people's belongings being thrown out of the dormitories here, okay? And you can see in the background just uh, piles and piles of people's personal belongings. So all their, their blankets and suitcases and whatever else has been in their dormitories just being thrown out. And I think this is part of the zero COVID crap, you know? They, it is. They quarantine the building and then they just go in there, they disinfect everything. But during the process, they just throw everyone's stuff away. Mm -hmm. So... These videos are going out there and people are getting really like angry about this. And then um, what does the government say? Well, so maybe you can play the video in the back. Yeah, well. So mm -hmm. there's two parts to this and I actually yeah. should have included something. The Chinese government staged a makeshift protest in New York City. Oh, did they against did? Against Apple. Okay. Right? Which is crazy because mm -hmm. Apple just capitulated, by the way. Yeah. To say... Look at how bad Foxconn's management management is. Our zero COVID policy is fine. Foxconn screwed this up. That's why everyone's fleeing. They don't treat their workers well. It's the okay. stupid Taiwanese company hmm. slash Amer with American, you know, with American Apple, company yeah. that's making Chinese people suffer. And they had these people protesting. And it was so weird because you can see right through it. Hmm. They know that everyone's talking about this Foxconn fleeing thing. It's this horrible image of tens of thousands of people on that the road can't go anywhere, yeah, yeah. facing Dabai's armies with weapons. So we showed you last week, yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's the first part. The second part is this: these videos were going around yeah. of all these people's belongings getting thrown out, like you just explained. Yeah. But the controversy on the Chinese internet was the government was trying to tell these people, yeah, these videos are real, and guess what? It's not. It's not the government that's doing it. It's Foxconn. Foxconn is going in and just getting rid of all the employee stuff. Look at how bad this company is. And it coincided perfectly with yeah. the fake protests in New York City. All right. You can always see China's influence campaigns. Look at that shit piled up. Yeah, Sorry. no. Excuse my, my language. No worries. But mm -hmm. the, uh, the influence campaign yeah. of the Chinese government is even abroad. I mean, yeah. they're trying to push a narrative in New York City. And at the same time, they're, they're allowing these videos to go around. But going around saying, hey... Yeah, you might see these rumors about these like people's all thousands of people's shit getting thrown out the window and sure. torched and thrown out. Mm -hmm. But that's not us. That's stu <laughs> those stupid bad Foxconn Fox managers mm. that treat their workers like slaves, mm. right? Mm. And it's um it's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy because it's the exact opposite. It turns out it was the government. It was that the threw, government. It's the government that went in and took everyone's stuff. The Dabai, yeah. the, the 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 you know sanitation workers. What do you even call them? I don't even know. You know, Paramed those like paramedic workers, pandemic no, workers, pandemic workers, I guess the stormtroopers. It turns yeah. out it was them, not Foxconn who went in and threw everyone's crap out. No, this is very shit ADP. So I yeah. apologize, but yeah, that's how all footage coming out of China is like this. 
It's always shit ADP. Anyway, yeah. So the huge controversy was that people were mad. They're like, how dare you lie to us? Yeah. This is clearly the Dabai from the government that are getting rid of mm-hmm. thousands of people's belongings. Yeah. These poor people that are already poor to begin with, sure. by the way. These workers are not paid very much. Yeah. Um, that are losing everything in their dorms. Yeah. It's terrible. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't that long. I don't know. Guys can probably remember this, and I don't want to remind some of you that might get upset about this, but it wasn't that long ago that these uh, pandemic workers from the government were going in and just murdering everyone's pets. Yeah, I, mean, I feel beating like, them to death. I feel like because of apps like TikTok and like I might sound like a boomer for saying this, but like apps like TikTok and all these like uh, very short media kind of yeah. things are YouTube ruining shorts. people's attention. <laughs> yeah, YouTube Shorts, you're ruining mm-hmm. people's attention spans. Mm. Just remember, like, because you might have forgotten, not not you directly, but a lot of people sure. have forgotten now, that the Chinese government mandated that medical workers go in and murder everyone's pets. Yes. Just just remember that. They're little lap dogs and yeah. cats and stuff. Like, like, that's that happened last year. Beat them to death with poles. Yeah. So this is not shocking to me. No. So right? they this throw is... out everyone's stuff yeah. because it's like, oh, uh, quarantine for COVID and yeah. stuff. It's ridiculous, guys. I mean... Why? Why would you put up with this? You know? know, how can you put up with this? You're a poor migrant worker. You work in a Foxconn. You get locked down. You get thrown in a quarantine camp, and then someone goes into your dorm and then destroys all your personal belongings. Yeah, throws them out the window. Yeah, doesn't even care. Just throws them out the window. Your blankets, your books, your suitcase, your presumably they steal anything worthwhile. I mean, what? Like, you know what I mean? It's Whatever it is, it's just terrible. It's terrible that this is happening to people on such a large scale in China. Anyway, um, let's talk about first-tier cities for a second here. Sure. Now, a first-tier city in China, I forget what denotes it as a first-tier city. Has it got a certain amount of, like, GDP or whatever, you know? But so, it's, it's a lot of factors. Basically, it's the best cities. Yeah. Um, if you were to... Classify first-tier cities in America, I guess it would be like New York City and maybe L.A. Yeah. L.A. is kind of dodgy, though, you know? New York City is pretty dodgy. Actually, it's pretty dodgy, yeah. Every city can be dodgy. True, true. It definitely, L.A. is definitely a first-tier city. Yeah, 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 that's true. (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't think so if you drove around some of those neighborhoods. Depends on where you are. Yeah, it's true. I mean, same in China. Yeah, yeah, like you could be in Shenzhen as a first-tier city. Oh, yeah, you just go to like one of those, yeah, Shaojing or something. Shaojing, definitely not. True, true. dodgy as hell. Anyway, so first-tier city is basically the best cities in the country, right? So in Shenzhen, you got four of them. Yeah. You got um, Shenzhen, where I used to live. You've got Shanghai, everybody knows. You've got Beijing, and then you've got Guangzhou. Those yeah. are the four. Everyone knows Shanghai and Beijing, so you usually use those as an example. Shenzhen yeah. and Guangzhou, I feel like the vast majority of people don't know. Yeah, it's weird because Shenzhen is the only other city with a stock exchange in it. Yeah. Because Shanghai just, and Shenzhen. It's like people just don't yeah. care. It's weird, be honest. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I guess so. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully I put Shenzhen on the map a little bit anyway. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we got these four big first tier cities. So this is like the best China gets. You got some other really good cities like Chongqing, I suppose, or, you yeah. know, like when it oh, comes yeah. to infrastructure and stuff. But I'm just saying, like, these are the best, Yeah, these four cities. And when stuff goes bad in those four, any of those four cities, then you know it's so much worse in the smaller places. Yeah. Because there's never a spotlight. If something happens in a tier 88 city somewhere, nobody will hear about it. No. There are certain cities and areas in China that have been in lockdown since, like, August last year, which we'll, we'll, we'll get, we'll get on to. There are places that have been in perpetual lockdown that are un- like suffering ter- like terribly in China, but you've never heard about it because it's not important. Yeah. 
All right. So anyway, what you're seeing behind us here are people lining up for their tests in Guangzhou. No, this is in Beijing. This is in Beijing? Mm -hmm. Really? It's mm -hmm. not Guangzhou? Are nope. you sure? I'm 100% sure. I thought this was out of Guangzhou. Nope. It's in Beijing? Beijing. Okay, well, then uh, I stand corrected. This is Beijing. You sure it's not Guangzhou? 100%? Mm -hmm. Man, I thought this was Guangzhou. Anyway, it's similar stuff's happening in Guangzhou anyway. Oh, we'll but get this, to that in a yeah, second. In I a think second. you're confused because the next clips are in Guangzhou. Okay, anyway, yeah. so this is Beijing. Yeah. Um, to give you an idea of the scale of crap that people have to put up with every day, because this is a kind of a daily occurrence here mm -hmm. to get these kind of tests it's awful. And in some cases, you have to get tests multiple times a day. And you got to stand in these queues of thousands and yeah. thousands of people. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I and even you, had to cut that photo off because yeah, of the shoe big. cam. And uh, guys, <laughs> you're going to actually find out later in this episode why the government insists on keeping this testing going. There's actually a reason. Mm -hmm. We found out there's a reason for this. Yeah. And it's not people's health. <laughs> All right, so... When it hits the first tier cities like this is when it's really bad. Now, this, this is, Guangzhou. is Guangzhou, right? People are posting things around. It's not good. What should I do? Revolt. Locked down by metal plates. It's not, you know, like mm. all stores closed except for meds or food. Um, things are getting crazy in Guangzhou. This first tier city for the first time is starting to see proper lockdowns. I think I... I, from that message, just I think it was important to put put that in there because it shows that people are so out of touch with other people in China. Yeah, like <clears throat> the huge swaths of the country have been going through this stuff. And Guangzhou is not even is their current lockdown is not even as close to as bad as some of the other. Yeah, ones. like even yet, Shanghai. Was... Yeah, people talk about it like it's some new thing. And by the way, Guangzhou people are much more rebellious. Yes. So they're like Cantonese people are much more rebellious than the average like northerner. Yeah. Or e even Eastern Chinese person. Um. So they're throwing a fit. Yeah. But the other parts of China have been going through this forever. Yeah. Like. And it's like so people are so not sympathetic to their peers in China. Mm -hmm. It's a very not unified country, if that yeah, makes sense. It's not unified at all. And yeah. that's the problem. People live in a bubble. And that's why you can get, for instance, um, you know, you get these shills and the, these expats that live in China. Yeah. There's a small handful of them that uh, do work for the Chinese government. Yeah. And they always go out there and say how great China is, how amazing China is, how great and fantastic our life is in, here in China. When just next door, people have been in lockdown for months or are suffering greatly. But because it hasn't affected their little bubble, yeah, they can still go out and drink their cheap beer or whatever it is they do. Yeah, They don't care. They've got yeah. no compassion. They, they cannot even fathom yeah. that there's somebody actually struggling next door or a town over or a city over. For, sure. for them, that doesn't matter because it doesn't affect them. Everything's very right. insular in China. Yeah. And the way that the news is controlled, it maintains that 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 system yeah. where you don't care about what's happening in the city over from you and that's why you see people getting shocked when their city gets locked down we showed you this footage last week just wanted to show it to you again this is Guangzhou and these are kids being taken off to a quarantine camp all right because this started last week just wanted to show you that clip again because it's relevant the city is currently going down some through some pretty incredible uh, lockdown stuff let me turn up the volume for this so you can actually hear it. Give me a second. This is what happens when you tell Cantonese people I'm going to jail. Yeah, yeah. 
they don't accept it that easily. They're also a hell of a lot less nationalistic. Yeah. for the Grand Prix. Yeah, you see these these barriers is, is they they set them up temporarily to like lock people into their compounds and yeah. to prevent people from accessing stores or whatever. Yeah. So somebody just made like a fun little thing. But now in Guangzhou they're starting to see the metal barriers go up. Yeah. These kind of barriers yeah. go up. They're starting to see everything being shut down yeah. for the first time. And it's waking a lot of people up that previously weren't taking it seriously. You know? Yeah. It just sucks that it has to be that way. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now we want to tell you something important. It feels like we're actually driving. Yeah, it's how you drive. Yeah, you, you drive backwards. It's in reverse. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Nucleic acid testing now accounts for 1.3% of China's GDP. Can we, can we, by the way, always we have to say, it means COVID testing. Can we stop saying nucleic acid? Sure, COVID testing. Not you. Yeah, yeah. Can they stop? Yeah, yeah. That's the... Oh, no. Guys, this is huge. COVID testing is now a huge part of China's economic engine. Guys, 1.3% might not sound like a lot. That's over a trillion, a trillion RMB. Yeah, a trillion, a trillion. over like 1.7 trillion. Yeah, it's crazy, that's, isn't it? Uh, that's like a, a a bunch of countries' size yeah. GDP. Yeah, yeah, is just for testing. Just for testing. So you see, it's really weird how the Chinese government manages to I don't know, like game the system <laughs> they in a way. Do they're like with the Ponzi scheme of yeah. the um, the uh, real estate? Yeah, and not to mention Lianhua uh, Qingwen. Yeah, Lianhua Qingwen yeah. capsules. But now they're turning this mandatory COVID testing into like a, an economic it's an thing. It's an industry now that makes money. Yeah. It's like you have to be tested. It's like, you know, like they're like, what are you, you know, what are you working? I'm in the tech industry. I'm in the sanitation industry. Yeah. I'm in the dairy industry. I'm in the COVID testing industry. I'm in the COVID testing industry. Yeah. Because there's no choice. No. Okay, local governments have to pay for these tests, which they then get through taxes or whatever else, mm. right? So the, the, you end up paying for it. I know that they've been talking about making people pay for their tests, you know, like 20 RMB or something each or some nonsense. Yeah. Remember, that was yeah. going to happen. They're implementing paying for your test. Yeah. yeah. So you either way, you're still paying for these ridiculous mandatory tests that happen every day or every two days or yeah. every week. or It still happens like you cannot escape this. If yeah. you if you go into a train station, you're getting tested. If you go into a metro, like a yeah. take a bus, anything, you're getting tested. If you try to fly to an airport, look everywhere you go of any importance, you need to be tested. Yeah, and you need to have a clean green code within the last 24 hours or something yeah. before you're allowed to go anywhere or do anything. So you have to be tested. Okay, so this is an industry that's a captive monopoly. Okay, because you have to have it done. So they're making tons of money now. Yeah, it's like uh, it's a forced economy. It's a forced economy. Yeah. It's crazy. And uh, that makes sense why they're not like giving up because they've probably realized, hey, this is a good way to generate a lot of income. Oh, yeah. I mean, like the whole way that China works is once you're in, if you're in a government protected industry or you have government connections, then you literally walk all over everyone. Yeah. That's why people love, uh, and that's why people work for the Chinese government, like even uh, people from different countries doing propaganda or whatever, because they want to be part of this, almost like a harem. <laughs> yeah, the, they yeah. want the prostitution. Mm. They want the 
the free cognac. Yes. They want the the attention. They want the the respect. Right? Yeah, yeah. That all these CCP officials get away with get. living a debaucherous life. Oh, you can just be an absolute scumbag, yeah. Yeah. right? A really villainous scumbag, and yeah. it it attracts a certain type of person. Yeah, like little leprechauns. And, yeah, for sure. They're like, oh, I know. can finally stop being ridiculed my whole life, and sure. I can go get the respect I deserve. Right? Sure. Because I get attracted by authoritarian countries like this. Mm. Anyway, my point in the grander scheme of this is that. If you make it into one of these industries or, or find government protection in China, then you're yeah. golden. Right? Sure. So this is what we're seeing here. Yeah, exactly. Now, just again, going to say it one more time. 1.3% of China's GDP is now COVID testing. Testing. Yeah. And like I said previously, imagine the amount of waste that is being produced. I can't even imagine. There goes the ocean. Just there goes you know the world. they're dumping that shit in the ocean. Yeah, of course they are. But it's like plastics. <laughs> Plastic <laughs> lids. lids. Seriously, though, you got those little test tubes for every test, okay? Yeah. You've got the plastic you have to tear off to get your little Q tip out. Yes. Just that. Never mind the Q tip and all the crap and all the waste that's put into making these products. It's definitely regarded as being wasteful. It's ridiculous. It yeah. is the most wasteful thing ever. There's mountains and mountains of waste going mountains on. Mountains of waste. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's all because it's a it's a crafty way for the Chinese government to make money once again. In a in a bad situation. They're like, ah, oh, silver lining. Yes. <laughs> oh, my it. buddy Josh Ortiz mm-hmm. says. Okay. Now here, unfortunately, we, we have yeah, to... Yeah, let's bring it back to dour moment. We're going to have to bring it back to a dour moment. We're just going to play the first little clip, and then we're not going to play the rest for you All right, so we're on. We're, that's that's all you're going to hear from. This, yeah, yeah. We'll and we're not going to show it. you any of the rest of it because it's it's a conversation uh, in one of these groups. Now, when you're in a building in China, okay. Yeah. And this this used to happen all the time when we were there too, is you will have like a, a WeChat group for your building. Yes. Okay, this is where people get together. They talk about like if they're annoyed with the management or whatever, or if they can somehow find a loophole to screw over something. Or, there's always something going on in those groups, something unsavory, right? Always. Um, <laughs> but this Not is always. Yeah, always. Not always. Every time. <laughs> there's always something in there. There's always something. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is it's become a necessity these days with the COVID yeah. lockdowns, okay? Yeah. It's the only way for people to, you know, survive through this madness is for the first time people are really getting to know their neighbors, by the way. Yeah. Even yeah. though it's only through chat. Yeah, by the way, in China, knowing your neighbors is not really a thing. No, no. I mean, you live in an apartment block and yeah. the person next to you barely even say hi. Yeah, but you can. It happens, but oftentimes no. Yeah, but it's not like you go borrow a cup of sugar no, or something like no. that. Um, you know what I mean? It's it's a different kind of a situation. Villages are different. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Little villages. Everybody knows everyone yeah. else, and they just walk into your house. Yeah. Used to happen in our bike opposite. shop. Yeah. People just come sit randomly walk couch. and sit on our couch. Yeah. Like use our toilet and stuff. Just yeah. come in without asking. Like what's going on here? Something. But there's whatever. something nice about it. That. I guess yeah. it's, it is nice. It's friendly. But um, these groups have been the a lifeline for people. Yeah. Okay. Not only just because for mental health to be able to sure. share their experience, but when there were food shortages and the government was supposed to be delivering food, but they weren't in Shanghai, for instance, yeah. people in these groups would be like, hey, I've got like some eggs and you, do you have some meat or whatever? I'll trade you this and I'll trade you that. I've got some salt, you know? People were figuring out ways to help each other out, Yeah. okay, through these groups. And fortunately here in this particular group, this uh, woman's mother 
committed suicide, well, jumped out of a window because she couldn't take it anymore. And she couldn't get the gate open because of the COVID lockdowns. And so the whole point of this conversation is people trying to help, trying their best to get the um, building management and the authorities to open the gate so she could go to her mom who was like dying on the pavement. Yeah. And eventually it was the through the help of the other people in the group that she managed to finally, unfortunately too late, get yeah. to, to try and help her mom. But yeah, like I said, too late. So it was unfortunate. This is actually very close to where I used to live. This is in Hohut in Inner Mongolia. Yeah. Yeah. So she she didn't make it out in time, but no. that was because of zero COVID. It just shows you the zero COVID policy locking people away like this is just a disaster. The problem with this is that you don't see like there's so much of this going on. By the way. Yeah. Like these these instances happen constantly right now because of zero yeah. COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you know if you shared this, mm. uh, you, you you're in trouble. Yeah. You know, if you record, someone recorded this and shared it, and the fact that we're talking about it means someone got in trouble, right? And yeah. that's the problem is that no one's incentivized. Actually, people are de-incentivized to even talk about it. Yeah. Because you, you will be trouble. breaking the law in China for making China look bad. That's a law, mm. right? It's called spreading rumors. Yeah. Picking quarrels. Picking and quarrels. Spreading that rumors. That means like, actually mm. just means like you're making China look bad. Yeah. When in fact, what you're doing is airing your grievances. Yeah. Right. Correct. Um, it's, it's disgusting that this kind of situation is happening, but first of all, from a mental health perspective, if you are trapped like an animal in your apartment and it keeps, it's relentless as well. It's been going on now for too long. Oh yeah. It's just relentless. So people, they, they might have some hope. Okay. The things I'm going to, I'm going to live by the rules. I'll stay in my apartment for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Let's just say, Mm -hmm. um, and then things will be better. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm following the rules. I'm saying what they, they they're telling me to do. I'm yeah. doing it right. Yeah. And you do that for two weeks, and yeah. then it gets extended. Yes. And then it's a month, and then it's two months or whatever, and then you get let out, and you're out for about a week, and you're kind of normalizing again, and then you get locked down again. You know, it really grates on you. And even if you have a high capacity, like I find most Chinese people are able to suffer. Chiku, as they say, mm-hmm. it's actually in, in China. Chinese people will tell you this. That's something they're really good at. Is chiku, mm. which means to eat bitter, means to to endure. put up with and endure is the right word to endure hard times. Yeah. Chinese people are very good at this because it's mm. been something they've had to do for countless generations. Yeah. Whether it's been through emperors or yeah. horrible communist or dictators yeah. or whatever the case, starvation and and hardships. Very good at enduring this stuff. But even if you're very good at enduring this stuff, you mentally start to take strain Mm. and this is what happens like her mother wouldn't have jumped out the window if it wasn't for these lockdowns and the fact that nobody could get to her in time to save her is also a result of the lockdowns correct it's all just a bad situation really bad it's coming apart at the seams and that's also why the rich people are trying to flee yeah but they're trapped yeah because you know we're telling you about the fact that getting a passport by the way applying for a passport right now in china is very difficult Mm. okay very difficult to get one there's all sorts of anecdotes we can tell you about people reaching out to us that hey they've tried they're they're significant others tried and they they're failing but if you're a rich person and you, and you have a passport and you get stuck in a lockdown you can't leave either doesn't matter if you're rich or poor or whatever if you are suddenly caught up in a lockdown that's it there's nothing you can do no you wouldn't be able to go to an airport nope. you're just like taking a stroll through the park let's say because for whatever reason you're allowed out and everything's cool in in your city you stroll through a park and your QR code turns yellow because there was someone else in the park who went past someone else in another area where there was a yellow code. You can't get on a plane. You can't fly to no. Canada. Nope. You can't fly to your mansion in Canada. No. 
You know, you can't fly to Australia to for your milk powder empire or whatever that you've got going <laughs> over there. You can't because you got a yellow QR code, dude. Yeah. Like you're screwed. <laughs> it's the greatest control mechanism that the world has ever come up with. Yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, in the past, if you're rich in China, you get away with anything. Now you can't. Mm. Like you, you could. Like you could just do whatever. Yeah. Now you got a yellow QR code, you're screwed. Mm. You know? Whether for the right or wrong reasons. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, you could be a good person, a bad person, or yeah. someone in between. Good. But you're trapped now. Yeah. You know, there's so many mechanisms to trap you in China at the moment and, and prevent your freedom of movement, not only within the city you live in, but the province you live in. Yeah. And of course, internationally, you're screwed. That's all by design. Yeah. And that's why so many people are trying to leave because it's so dangerous. Yeah. It's so unpredictable. You never know when you're going to be locked down next. No. You don't know how long the lockdown's going to go for. You have no idea. It's too unstable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The only stable thing in China is that it's unstable right now. Yeah. So. Sure. What do we got going on here? This is uh, this is something that's been going around. So there are hundreds of these uh, makeshift quarantine facilities. You know, that's these, just look at that. It's as far as the eye can see. It's on the highway on in uh, Hunan, right? <laughs> yeah, they built them. Did they build it? They built it on the highway. Yeah, uh, parallel to one lane that they kept yeah. open. Yeah, and this is just wild. Look mm. at the capacity for this. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you. For those of you who can't see this, um, who are listening, um, these prefabricated um, quarantine facilities, you know, it kind of looks like a shipping container yeah, almost. Or yeah. like, you know, and on a construction site, they'll put up a little prefabricated office or whatever where people sit and drink their coffee or whatever, you know, in there. And that type of thing, wear a hard hat. Not here, though, okay? These things stretch as far as the eye can see, all right? So there it goes, to the horizon. That's a lot. Tens of thousands of people capacity there, you know, easy. Yeah. Um, hundreds of thousands even. Yeah. You know? So why build so many unless you're planning to fill them up or perhaps they're already all full? Maybe they're going to be put on trucks and shipped <laughs> off. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, but it could be that or it could be that's where they're just going to put people. It's insanity. And this, like you see these little windows. Hmm. Uh you can see the nest where people hold their hands out like Oliver, like, please, sir, I want some more. Yeah, you yeah. know, when they have to get their hood, yeah, and then when they have, to, they, they have to get their rations, you know, their gruel. I mean, look at it. It goes in both directions, and yeah. it is on the highway. You can see there's the two lanes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just going to go back a little bit. So we have, uh, am I, okay, we have this crap, okay, going as far as the eye can see to the horizon, and then the camera pans to the left, and you think, oh, look, it's come to an end. But no, that's that's not an end, mate. That's an intersection. That's there it continues on all the way you as far as I that. can see. You can't see the end of it. Like, that's a lot of quarantine facilities. By the way, though, China's yeah. the future. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. This is this is, this is is it, <laughs> you know? Like, the the guys that have taken up the positions, and I hate to harp, harp on this so mm. much, but the guys that have taken on the positions of, you know, pushing propaganda abroad. Like yeah. I'm, oh, talking yeah. about, I'm talking about the white guys that work sure. for the Chinese government. The white monkeys. Yeah. I mean, how do you look in the mirror and yeah. like not see clown makeup? Because yeah. this is, I mean, this is where we're at in China, guys. It pisses me off because you see this slick propaganda coming out of China all the time about look at our green technology initiatives yeah. or look at our infrastructure. But then the reality on the ground is this. Yeah. This horrible, dystopian, oppressive nonsense yeah. where they've got 
quarantine facilities as far as the eye can see. Yeah. To entrap and ensnare and to imprison the populace. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's like indiscriminate. Like you and your child and your mother and your father or whatever, you just happen to be in a building or an area where, oh, there was a case of COVID. You're going to end up in one of these places and probably separated as well. Dustin Pearson said they're doing this to the Han people. Imagine the Uyghurs. Yeah. That's a great segue. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a great segue, Dustin. Mm. Oh, you're absolutely right. Because when they do this to the Han people, the majority, you know that it's worse for the minorities because they always take less of a precedence. Speak of the devil. Mm. This is uh, a bunch of reports uh, on WeChat uh, slash Weibo about mm. areas of Xinjiang being locked down. Now, Xinjiang's Western China. That's where yep. the Uyghur minorities are, the genocide, you know, that whole, you may have heard whole, of it. whole thing you've heard about. Uh, Xinjiang's basically been in lockdown since August 13th. Uh, so we're talking about August, September, October, November. We're in month four. Yeah. Four months. Yeah, to, of almost to the day. And yeah, yeah, today's the eleventh, right? Yeah. We are not. We are not hearing about that part, and that's because it's like you said, it's not a tier one city. Mm -hmm. It's also a place that China wants you to forget about. Of course. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> and number two, it's uh, it's not important to Chinese people. Yeah. Right, because it's the, it's those Uyghurs, it's yeah. just those minorities, mm -hmm. right? They don't they have to go through that. And again, like we said, it's a very ununified country. Yeah, uh, nobody actually cares about different areas. In yeah. fact, a lot of areas are discriminated against. Yeah. So, and Xinjiang, by everyone, I mean like Shanghai people won't care about Beijing people. Beijing correct. people don't care right. about Shanghai. To correct. use the two biggest examples. Yes. But that goes down to a, a tiny level. Oh, as down well. to towns. Yeah, like this little town doesn't care about yeah. that town. I hate this town because yeah. they do this. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's not like sports rivalries. It's actual like discrimination. But yeah. the um, yeah Xinjiang. I mean, mm. we're looking at four months now, and you have to understand. I, I used Xinjiang as a great as a great example because there's whole areas of China that you're just not hearing about. And yeah. when I say lockdown, I'm not talking about hey you can't go to a restaurant. I'm talking about you can't leave your house. Yes. And it gets even worse. Go to the next slide. Okay, let's do it. This is in uh, Qinghai. Mm -hmm. Qinghai province is next to Tibet. Uh, yeah, it's, it's actually mostly full of Tibetans. Um, well, I mean, a good chunk of it is. Uh, in Qinghai here, in Xining City, this is the capital of Qinghai, right? Mm -hmm. These people have been locked down in this wet market for over 40 days. In a wet market. Not Whoa. in a district. In a wet market. And it's cold, by the way. No it's shit. Free. It's Tibet. Yeah, yeah. Basically Tibet. Every day they need to go to line up, take a COVID test twice while authorities spray toxic chemicals at their bodies like their bugs and i saw footage yeah these guys are walking around spraying the people in the wet market they're spraying the people with yeah. the chemicals you didn't put the footage in did you because no, 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 no. it's yeah it's it's something to see if you yeah. haven't seen it yeah we could show it next time yeah for sure imagine being locked down in a wet market yeah it's like those are like some of the worst places to be in china oh a wet yeah market. it's the it's smells like, yeah, and the dead flesh there's just it's awful to be fair there's probably not a whole lot of sales going on down sure the but it's now. called a wet market for a reason the floors are all like full of water and stuff yeah yeah it's kind of gross must be a terrible place to be locked down mm. yeah for 40 days yeah you know that's just ridiculous let's move on shall we poor guys i feel a lot of compassion for them i do Oh, yeah, I mean, it's just horrific, right? Anyway, uh, guys, before we continue, we do want to give you a... Let's cheer everything up here a bit. We can, let's have a word from one of our sponsors. What yes. do you reckon, okay? It's an entire uh, hornet. That this, uh, That's huge. <laughs> you really don't want to eat this. It's a supplement. <laughs> um, it's actually a 
actually pretty good. <laughs> Burst yeah, like a pustule. A <laughs> like you're popping a zit <laughs> in the mirror. You can pop it in, uh, in some water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We were talking over that with our buzzing. Oh, yeah, bees yeah, thing. yeah. Sorry, but, yeah, there's lots of bees. Athletic Greens, guys. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm not one of these guys who likes to pop pills. No, you're definitely not a pill popper. No, I sure. don't like pills. And no. I always see people that got their, oh, I got my my centrum a to zinc yeah here's whatever. my magnesium here's yeah. my vitamin Hi, c Onita, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> whatever yeah. you know let's create Hi, let's, <laughs> yeah let's have a plate of vegetables Shanta. the size of the moon okay yeah but you know what i'm yeah. saying people take a lot of weird vitamins and, yes. and whatever to keep up with stuff and i'm not into that right no. there's too much no. it's too much to take in um and i got a friend who's massively into martial arts yeah. and wushu and stuff and Actually, before we even got this uh, sponsorship from Athletic Greens, he was telling me about Athletic yeah, Greens. Yeah, people love it. Yeah. You know, they were going ape. So we were talking about it uh, when we ended up trying it. It actually worked out because you don't have to take a big pile of vitamins. I'm one of those guys that takes a big pile of vitamins. Yeah, you do. I don't have to do that with Athletic Greens. So what's in it anyway? Well, with every scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. So you take this in the morning, you drink it with a cup of water, super, super easy. This special blend of health ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, focus, and aging, all of the things. And it's super lifestyle friendly. So you know how there's like tons of people, especially here in America, mm-hmm. you got people that are in all different uh, different diets and stuff or restrictions too. Sure. You got gluten-free people, you got keto people, paleo people, vegan people, dairy-free people. Yeah. The AG1 from Athletic Greens completely uh, adheres to all of these things. You're okay. not going to break any of those it's rules. pretty universal then. Totally universal. It has less than one gram of sugar, and it's all high ingredient or high quality ingredients for your body. There's no GMOs, no nasty chemicals. There's nothing artificial in this. You're investing in all-in-one uh, nutritional insurance. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. To look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash ADV. That's like adventure. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash ADV to take ownership over your health and pick up your ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Excellent. So probiotics, are they like counter-antibiotics? They they help. Uh, the antibiotics good, goes good. in and like burns the town down. And, yeah, you know. So probiotics are like in yogurt and stuff. They're the good bacteria that your gut needs to like help right. your immune system. So they come in there and they like kick 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 antibiotics out. You know, antibiotics out, and they're just uh, like. They like repair the walls and and paint them, yeah, take care of the sure, graffiti, sure. you know. Put if the new wanna, glass in the windows. If you want to turn this into a weird like Disney movie <laughs> or whatever, just, just, <laughs> I always wondered about that, you know. Yeah, gut health, gut health, dude. Feel it in my gut. You I know? feel it. I got a good gut. I got a good gut. Yeah, gut feeling. Yeah, is that when your gut health's all good? Anyway, it is. Um, good. So, oh, well, <laughs> that's out of the way. Let's move mm-hmm. on to Wilmar Corner, guys. Wilmar Corner is where we talk about the haters. And man, do we have a good one for you today? Um, I'd like to tell you a little bit about Australia for a you, second. You always do. And Australia, believe it or not, is more than just milk powder and Empires. sheep. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, it's actually a fantastic country. It is. Um, I got family there. Nice place. Sounds yeah. like you're about to do a product plug for Australia. <laughs> no, no. One of the worst accents. I just got to get that out of here. <laughs> okay. Is that what you're leading just, up to? Yeah. You know, you, you, before you... 
before you drop a bomb like that, you know, you have to build it up. You have to build it up. I actually, I would never say that, but you know, it's true. You have the guts. You You have the gut health to say that. You know, it's true. Yeah. Australians know it's true too. You know, that's like, what can you do? It's got to be one of the worst accents in the world. It's pretty bad. As far as English accents um, are concerned. It's got its charms. But we love all Australians and we love, even hearing the accent, I still love to hear it. It's just sure. one of the worst. It's one of the worst English accents. Just to have to say that. Sorry, guys. We love you, though. We um, love you a lot. And, and equally. Just because yes. you got a worse accent doesn't mean... Oh, yeah. Mean you're still we, just as much just of a as human. Equal. Yeah, in fact, you're better than us. Because you, yeah, you wouldn't say that. You're great. You'd be like, nah, your accent's okay. You know, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, the fact that you wouldn't say that about us means that you're better. You win. And you'd be wrong anyway. So, um, <laughs> so sorry about that. Now, in, in Australia, um, we actually have some... Uh, excellent activists, okay? Yeah. Uh, activists that are uh, helping fight against the CCP. You've yeah. got activist artists like Badio Tao, yes. is in Australia. You've got um, think tanks like ASPI, mm-hmm. who do a lot of good work in exposing the, the overreach of the CCP. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, you also have a lot of influence, CCP influence in Australia. Yeah. Okay. So there's a a woman, her name is Vicky Shu. We've talked about her before. Love Vicky. She yeah. does great stuff. She does great stuff. She did a lot of um, investigative journalism into the whole Xinjiang situation. Yeah. And because of that, she's become enemy number one, almost, of the Chinese yeah. Wu Mao. it's horrible. Okay. So here's the thing. If you are critical of the CCP in any way, shape, or form, um, like us... Yeah. And we're not saying criti- critical of China or anything. Nope. It's just critical of the CCP. If you like, listen, the Chinese well, that's government... that's all they care about. The Chinese government's making some mistakes. They're doing something wrong, et cetera, et cetera. This is a bad thing they've done. Then all of a sudden, the government sicks its dogs on you, okay? You know what the, the hilariously bad uh, uh, hypo- hypocritical situation is here? Yeah. If you are <clears throat> like this disgusting, racist piece of shit... And you said the most vile things about Chinese society and culture and people. The Chinese government wouldn't give a shit about you. Yeah, They only care if you criticize the government. Well, I mean, look, here's the thing. If you look at some of the people that they are using as their spokespeople, yeah, yeah, the, the, white, the white guys that they yeah. get on like Chinese state TV, yeah. we've got drug felons, yeah. we've got pedophiles, yeah. we've got like literally like convicted. Yeah. We yeah. can show you the proof. Yeah. But they bring them on Chinese state TV and they're like, that's fine. This foreigner says that China's great. And yeah, then they the highlight Chinese government's them. government's great. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, anyway, what I'm trying to say here is the usual tactic they do is rather than try to attack somebody's argument. So, mm-hmm. for instance, Vicky did some very good investigative journalism yeah. about the, the plight of the Uyghurs in Xinjiang. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. she filed a report and she's part of this Aspie think tank. Instead of saying like, hey, she got these facts wrong or we don't agree with that, they but attack... she didn't, by the way. Yeah, no, yeah, she was yeah. correct. They attack her character. And yeah. um, because of the Chinese... China is a very misogynist country. Very. Incredibly. The easiest thing for them to attack uh, women, the easiest way for them to attack women is to slut shame them. Yeah. Basically call them sluts and all sorts of things. So she actually is been brave enough to confront this and she actually read some of the things that people have been saying about her online and this is a uh, uh, targeted at elon musk as well yeah because elon's all about his free speech bullshit mm-hmm. he keeps talking about sure meanwhile 
Chinese government officials are allowed to run rampant and abuse and harass people. And agents of the Chinese yes. government, the actual harassers, the yeah. Wu Mao army, are allowed to use Twitter as a tool to attack people, Chinese women yes. abroad. Yes. Let's take a look. She read some of these out. Oh, hang on. I have to turn the volume up so that people can hear this. Give me a second. Let me take that back. Whoops, we'll get to that other stuff soon. Just listen to what she has to say. After taking drugs, Vicky Xu had group sex with no less than 15 white men. Most of them were Vicky Xu's bosses. And Vicky Xu, which is me, relied on this method to advance her career. What right do you have as a prostitute to talk nonsense here? On behalf of many of my Xinjiang friends and most of the Australian people, I call on Vicky Xu to stop selling your body and soul. Please stop selling. What you write is not written by yourself. It's basically ice cream. It's just a barrier for the real black hands behind. If you're stabbed tomorrow, the same article will be published by another name. Are you busy going to your drug party? Why didn't you get hit by a car? Can your brain figure out these things all day long in bed? Do you as a person who sells your body and soul still have emotions? Come on, come for some happiness on my crotch. Fuck you, you old female dog. A bootlicker that relies on rummaging through Chinese garbage dumps for news abroad. Do you think they will think you're cheap when you kneel and lick your foreign father? Like many Chinese journalists and researchers, especially female ones, I have been targeted and trolled and intimidated by the Chinese government, both online and offline. Um, in the last couple of weeks, these efforts have really escalated, and my colleagues at the Australian Strategic Policy Institute investigated many of these abusive tweets, and then they mostly have been posted between Beijing business time on uh, 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. And um, these Twitter bots, these Twitter accounts have been taking breaks between 12 p.m. and 2 p.m. Beijing time on their lunch break. Yeah, so I think that's kind of important to, to point out, okay? Um, the fact that she's been facing this horrendous abuse. You read some of the things that, um, oh, it's so that, that they're saying about her. And it's relentless, <sighs> by the way. You get yeah. thousands of these um, um, messages and attacks every yeah. day. And even state media is releasing these like gross cartoons about her and stuff, right? Yeah, I mean those cartoons were not like uh, haters on Twitter. No, these, it's this like was Chinese, Chinese state, state media, media yeah. making her into a, a whore. Yeah, and making her like look like she's being uh, abused or uh, participating in sexual acts with like politicians and stuff. Stuff like that. Yeah, it's horrid. So it's it's the typical immature bullshit that we have to put up with as well. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. We get obviously. Because we're men, we don't get the slut shaming part of things. But yeah, they call they, us we don't like, get the misogyny part. Yeah, but we they get do, all they, they the go rest. After our wives. Yeah, though. they do. They call our wives all this <laughs> stuff. You know, yeah. like um, my my wife had to shut down all her social media. Yeah. Because she was getting this kind of thing. Like yeah. she had an Instagram and stuff before. Yeah. Uh, and a Weibo and things all had to be shut down because it was just this you you race traitor dog you know this and that and the next you thing it's just disgusting. Toilet. Western yeah, yeah. Toilet. Western toilet. Yeah. All this. I can't even say it because yeah. we'll, we'll get kicked the, off this, YouTube The disgusting here. things that were sent to our wives is what Vicky Shu is really yes. experiencing on mass here. But the interesting thing about it all is the time um, that she's the majority of these tweets were being made at her. Yeah. Beijing Standard Time, which, by the way, is the whole country. Yes. 
It's ridiculous in China. There's no, like, it's 8 a.m. in Beijing and the sun's rising. China's the same size as the U.S. Yeah, so it's basically in Xinjiang or whatever, it's like midnight, but that's 8 a.m. Yeah, like Alaska is the same time zone as New York. Yeah, it's how it works. It's it's ridiculous. So (laughs) the whole of China operates off one time zone. So between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. is when the majority of these attacks happen. And the two-hour siesta, which, by the way, in China, if you're not aware of this, but people sleep during their lunch break in the office, on their desks. Mm -hmm. It kind of shocked me when I first got to China. Sometimes people go home. Yeah, sometimes they go home because it's two hours, right? Yeah. So if they live close by, they just go home to take a nap and then they come back. Sure. Wolf something down for like 10 minutes and sleep and then come back. Um, often sleep on the floor in the office mm-hmm. or whatever. It's weird. Like if you've been to China, you will know it's, that's how it is. It's part of the culture there. Yeah, it's like a siesta. Work culture. So yeah. it's interesting to see that it's only during work time that she's attacked. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that during lunch break, she's not attacked either. Yeah. And this proves to you that it's not some volunteer shit, okay? Because if it's a, like, let's just say it's a, a troll, okay? Mm. It's a nationalist troll. Surely he'd still be sending stuff after hours. Oh, yeah, pro- probably in the evenings. Probably even more, Yeah, right? Yeah. Because you You'd get an uptick in Yeah, you, you would see an uptick. Oh, I got off work. Let me go and tell that stupid uh, Vicky Shu what's what, you know? Yeah. yeah, But it's not that. It's only during office hours. So it's like, okay, morning clocking in. All right, how many people do I have to harass today? Yeah. I got Vicky Shu. I've got Serpent today. I've got Lao 86. Yeah. I've got China. Oh, we're all on the I've schedules. Got, we know It's that. like they've got a list. There's like a <laughs> one of those boards on the wall with yeah. like thread attaching everything <laughs> you, you, together. It sounds like you're making it joke but there's not. it's true that's it's how true. it is and then they go like okay i gotta go flag all of adv china's new yeah. videos as being inappropriate yeah. and pedophilia or whatever let me go do that yeah and then they're like what didn't right. work last time let's change it this uh this time they're selling drugs yeah yeah oh yeah oh drug content yes exactly yeah. oh i gotta create another five new fake like you know gmail accounts so that i can let's get a proton mail to go and yeah. say drew pavlou blew up the parliament or whatever <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what i mean so this is what they do this is their job yeah and they're sitting there and they're slurping their instant fun. noodles and they're just doing it blah yeah. blah 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 blah. they get to their lunch break ah oh, sleep time sleep for a bit you know yeah. you see the you see the lull in the graph there okay wake up ah oh, let's see mm, let's continue blah 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 it's ridiculous i like i like just a just a piece of advice yeah for the chinese government mm chill out on like the political cartoons that is portraying women like like slut shaming women yeah number two chill out on going after people that work for data-based think tanks because they can compile all this stuff and figure out where it's coming from yeah exactly (laughs) you know what i mean like don't go after such intelligent people that have like really well-researched facilities behind them because yeah. they'll figure out where it's coming from, and then this is going to backfire. I mean, everyone that just watched this right mm-hmm. now and watched her on Twitter is going to come out of this probably permanently with a ch- changed opinion of the Chinese government. Yeah, you know, honestly, I, if, huge if you if you have the inclination, I would go and follow her on Twitter and show a Absolutely, little support. Yeah, for sure. Show a little support because I know she's in a safe place and she's. Luckily, she's strong enough to deal with this kind of nonsense. But yeah. when you're under such relentless attack by a foreign government like this, it helps to know that there are people in your corner. For sure. That's what's gotten us through a lot of stuff is yeah. because we have Absolutely. an audience. You guys who watch us, you know, you we know you've got our back. Yeah. And we know that just because you watch our stuff, yeah. you know. So uh, if you were to go give her a like or a thank you or, a, you know, like we support you type message on her Twitter, I think it would help. Greatly. Absolutely. It would help greatly. Yeah, so. Vicky does great stuff. And her content's great, too. Yeah. So, so give her a follow. Yeah. So um, there are actually a couple of other things in Wumau Corner that we wanted to address before the Vicky Shu incident. I just got into the whole Australia, um, you know, 
accent thing. So anyway, um, what's this all about? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, look at the person that replied. Yeah, oh, it's Chen Weihua. You know, because I'm the one that found this. So yeah. I want to see if you can figure this out without even me explaining. I think you can okay. easily figure this out. So <clears throat> Ian Bremer said, who's Ian Bremer? I don't know. Sounds familiar, though. Who's that? Uh, I don't know, actually. Anyway, he said, Taiwan's foreign minister vows to box against authoritarianism with gloves donated by uh, Kiev mayor. Okay. Float like a butterfly, sting like a Zelensky? Question mark. This guy's obviously commenting on the, the Taiwan foreign minister's words, right? Yes. So Chen Weihua, which is one of the most tactless China state-affiliated media people out there, with his most famous quote being the fucking Maas, when it was like the German <laughs> Chancellor Maas said something that he didn't like. So he just replied the fucking Maas. Yes. Which, by the way, this is a Chinese um, diplomat. Yes. Why, why do they get to be so undiplomatic and people just take them seriously? Well, Chen Weihua is actually, um, what's it called? Chinese state-affiliated media. Yeah, he's, he's, state he's media. a wolf wanker. Yeah. That's my point. And he just literally just doesn't shut up. He says, ha ha, I can knock down this fatty joke with one finger. I mean, like so, you have Chinese official media mm, saying that. Yeah, that he can knock down this fatty joke with one finger. I doubt that, Chen Weihua. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I actually wouldn't, wouldn't. I think you'd get knocked out. Yeah. Because you're all talking. He's not an official, though. I mean, he's the China Daily. Yeah, but know, I mean, he's he is he's a journalist. He's, he's, China, a, he's a state journalist from the Chinese. He's government. connected to the Chinese government. Yes. I'm going to call him a diplomat because he's basically the he's a yeah. talking point of the Chinese. Oh state. yeah, for sure, for sure. You're right. You know, and he has his official uh, China state affiliated media, and he's got a real blue check mark, not one of those fake ones that you buy for eight dollars. Then they shut that down. I think they did. <laughs> This Twitter Who shit knows? Uh, honestly, honestly, if only Elon Musk would do the right thing and just shut Twitter down. Honestly, that would be one of the greatest things in our generation. Like yeah. one of the greatest altruistic events. Correct. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just shut it down. Just pull the plug and go. Yeah. Might have to deal with some backlash and some lawsuits and stuff, but deal with it. And you will go down in history as actually doing a good thing. Yeah. Thanks, For Elon. Once. Instead of, see what Biden said? Well, he's going to look into him or something. He says, uh, Elon Musk's foreign connection should be looked at. And dude, look at what he's doing with Saudi Arabia, China, and Russia. Yeah. Holy shit, this guy's unhinged. Yeah, anyway, we'll get on to yeah. that at some point. This isn't a, an Elon bashing episode. No, but, it should um, be, though. It should be, at this yeah. point, yeah. Um, okay, what else do we have in uh, Wumao Corner here? It's always uh, the fun part of the show. Explain what's going on here. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, this is just some some a funny thing that's going on. Do you see the wolf warrior on the right? Mm -hmm. Hua Chunying? Yep. So Hua Chunying is a very famous wolf warrior, and she was fielding questions in a, in a TV show. Right. One of the questions came from this Chinese girl, presumably a student. She said, uh, China's image internationally is not great. What, you know, what can we do about that? What do you think about that? Mm -hmm. And her response wasn't like, yeah, we must like do something to improve it. Her response was, who says basically to, to sum it up? If you watch the clip, is like who who says China's image is not great internationally? Only Ch only Chinese people can be the judge of China's image. <laughs> <laughs> only Chinese people can be the judge yeah. of Chinese international image. Yes, yes. Hmm. That, that's let hmm. them let Chinese people decide what the what the image of China is, not the inter, not international community. Well, the CCP is so used to just deciding everything. Yeah. Oh, we're just suddenly the best green power in the world. Yeah. 
oh, we're actually better than everyone else at doing this. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool no, we're totally fine. Death. Like, she's like, come on. <laughs> The coal mining things is such nonsense. I thought it was funny. You can't even, to the slightest extent, admit, yes, maybe our international image is better, bad. We can do something to improve it. That's what, like 10, 15 years ago, that's what would have been said. Yeah. Now it's, shut up, Mm -hmm. you dumb girl. Only Chinese people can decide. Only Chinese people can decide what our international image is. Just shut up. Yeah, exactly. Um, Here's a a kind of an upsetting one, I suppose, in a way. But the... um, Chinese junior high school students' life ambition. It's like one of those things you get in school. You mm. fill out, what's your life ambition? His life ambition is to get into a famous university and then go to the U.S. to become a spy. <laughs> Do you have the actual uh, image? Can we pull it up and read the actual thing? Because it's it, it's a bit too small to read it up there. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, crap. My, sorry, the desktop and our work. Yeah. It's probably in, if you've still got the project open. Yeah, I'll pull up the project. Yeah. Yeah, just give me a second. Give us a second because it's important to read it. You can probably read it at home if you can see it on your monitor. Yeah, you guys will probably be able to read it. It's in Wumar Corner. That's in Wumar Corner. Yeah. Like at the beginning of Wumar Corner. Oh, okay. You went out of order. Yeah. Let's see. Well out of order today. It's not a big deal. Okay, cool. Okay, so what is it? All right. So it says, my dream is to be a spy and go abroad to steal. Son of a gun. Go abroad and steal... Uh, information. I need to have sufficient theoretical knowledge and language skills, get into a famous foreign university, turn into a driver for the U.S. senior official, and then take advantage of the opportunity to steal information. <laughs> Start you know, young. You know, China wouldn't have to steal information if they just started to do some innovation. Yeah, it's not really allowed, to be fair. Yeah. It's just kind of it's crappy. In a way. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what's this about uh, Billy Billy? Oh, it's just this, just this little uh, comic. Mm-hmm. The it was it was this little cartoon. Yeah, when they showed the world in the Chinese version. Yeah, of this ca- cartoon, they actually just took out all the countries. Oh, we're we're to a point now where you can't even show other countries. What's going it's on? It's not even you know it. You could say oh because they showed Taiwan's not. But a there's part not of even China. Taiwan. Then. No, because it shows America, Mexico. I guess that's supposed to be. South America, Australia in the wrong spot. It's just yeah. a it's a, just a random globe. Yeah, it's not not realistic. They actually deleted the they continents. They deleted the continents off of the globe. Hmm. They're like that's China's not in the center yeah, there, China, so just it, get rid it of it. It should only be China. Yeah. It's just like this is where we're at. It's kind of ridiculous. How how does China how does the Chinese government expect anyone to respect it? I I don't know. I certainly don't respect them. You know. Anyway, yeah. Um, let's see what... Uh, I'm just getting past all this. Okay, yeah. so I guess it's almost time for us to hit our next segment, which is yes, Worldview. World but before we do, guys, we got to show you something. You know, we had such a great time on Monday. Oh, we did. You know what we did on Monday? Let's just show you what we did on Monday. Demon Pig is here to stay. Get down on your knees and pray. <laughs> go eyes, go eyes. Rural insanity and mm. weddings. Going to a wedding is one of the worst things to do. Rolling in the dirt right in the middle there. Yeah. Like a rural granny mosh. Mosh pit. It kind of is. <laughs> There's such a strange disconnected. It's weird. I thought that this was probably one of the worst looking outfits I'd ever seen. It's horrifying. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. This is one of the the worst looking <laughs> entertainment <laughs> it's, it's chaos yeah. it's just pure chaos yeah. it's 
So, yeah. Yeah, that was Shaban Ho, which is our Monday show, guys. Uh, if you guys are new here, you probably don't know this. We have a Monday show. You know how we're having a show right now? Yeah. We have another show every Monday. Yes, we do. And it is on? Oh, yeah. Patreon.com forward slash ADV podcast. If you join the Shaban Ho tier, uh, it's like a little VIP private show. Yeah. You know, like... Last week's one was about rural weddings. Yeah. It's the kind of stuff that's... It's like stuff that wouldn't make the news. Like, we're talking about news stuff here, right? And current events. We talk about personal experiences Mm. mixed with stuff that you... It's too, like, niche. Yeah, it's it's a bit abstract. It doesn't really fit into the the main China show. Yeah, like, we wouldn't have... The China show wouldn't be about rural weddings. But we have so much experience with this kind of stuff that we have our our Monday show about very specific things. So, yeah, rural weddings, which are in crazy... Crazy. Yeah, this this coming Monday we're gonna have a crazy one about rural drinking games. And, yeah, and rural like, drinking games, like and rural, rural fun and just absurdity and stuff that happens in rural China. So it's gonna be a fun one, specifically about women drinking. There's a big thing yes. about women showing off, doing drinking tricks and stuff. So it's gonna be quite yeah. quite an interesting one. Yeah, but anyway, one yeah. more plug. Uh, sure. Go to uh, go to uh, patreon.com forward slash ADV podcasts, and uh, if you want to watch. And be a part of our sort of VIP club every Mondays. Head on over there. Join the Shaban Ho tier. Yeah. And, I mean, if you join we our patron, out. yeah, it's fun. If you join our patron, you also get other benefits too. Like, like a Discord. Yes. We have a Discord. It's a, it's growing. Uh, all patron tiers have access to Discord. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, Tyler B- uh, Bozanowski asked, how long is Shaban Ho? Shaban Ho is an a, hour. It's a full show. Yeah. It's like an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah, usually between um, an hour and an hour and a half. Yeah, so it's a full-on show. If you join, you also get to go watch all the previous ones. Yeah, yeah. It's not only live. You don't have to be there live. You can watch all of them. <clears throat> yeah. We've done like 20, 19 or 19, 20 19, so 19, yeah. 20 of them. Very fun show. Yeah, we Check enjoy it. it. It's good fun. Anyway, hope to see you there. Um, and now it's time for us to move on to our uh, worldview segment, guys, where we talk about everything in the world, specifically with regards to China. So let's take a look. Hmm. What's this? I just find this so necessary to point out mm-hmm. that the world keeps allowing China to come. Let, let's admit, like climate change is probably one of the most dire issues we're going to face in our sure. generation, right? So when you have international dialogue and you have countries coming to the forefront and saying, hey, let's work something out together and to come up with global initiatives yes. or everyone kind of Which for some something. reason, China always gets exempted. Yeah, so... China Mm. ends up being the poster child for a lot of these initiatives. And they're like, look at how much China's advanced in this in this sector. Look at how much they've reduced coal output. Look look how much they've reduced carbon. But they haven't though. And every single time it's not true. No. Every single time, with any quantifiable measure, China is doing so much irreparable damage to the environment and is increasing coal usage, increasing carbon output, Mm -hmm. and thinks that it can go out there and give its own bullshit statistics so that other people say, okay, well, China's obviously the world leader in this industry, green yeah, technology industry. Sure. Let's follow them. Yet, yeah, by the same token, they won't pay into the climate fund for developing mm-hmm. countries. This climate fund, meaning that you give money to developing countries that need to use more carbon output to kind of catch yeah. up, to yeah. get up to the world standard, right? China won't contribute to that. No. Because it's only about China. China yeah. doesn't give an absolute shit about the environment. Xi Jinping is doing nothing for the environment. The yeah. statistics are bullshit. And if I have to cover this again, I'm going to get blue in the face. But we've covered this to, to to the end. And people don't seem to understand. No, they don't understand. They keep buying the bullshit that China is somehow green technology and doing better. Guys, 
Year on year, China is increasing its coal-burning power plants. It's just put in an order for a ton of new coal-burning power plants. Their CO2 emissions increase year on year. They put out more emissions than the entire developed world combined at the moment, and it's climbing. It's not coming down. It's not going down. down. It's not coming down, and it won't come down. No. On top of all the other illegal fishing, stripping the sea of all sea life and stuff that goes on, China's doing irreparable damage to the planet. But they have such a good smoke and mirrors show by putting out this crap about green technology. That's why they do it, by the way, not because they actually want green technology. It's to convince people to Correct. leave them alone yes. and not call them out on their bullshit. It's like it's like they're trapped. People, people sit in the air like this stupid hydrogen power tractor that we hear on debunked. the show debunked. It's for the majority of people who just quickly browse through the internet and they see something pop up and it's some very nice CG representation or like a shot of a solar farm. It's very gorgeous, big data. Yeah, exactly. Or some bullshit fluff piece that says that China's advanced in yeah. this yeah. solar and renewable energy. And it makes people think, wow, China's so clean and green. Meanwhile, it's the worst, dirtiest, most polluting country in the world. And it's getting worse. But everyone's like... Oh, they're so green and great. That's why they do these big green technology initiatives is to deflect away and to stop people scrutinizing what they're doing. Yes. Just bear that in mind, guys. Next time someone tries to pull this. I just this... hate harping on about this because yeah. I feel like we're a broken record, but it's so important to understand because the world is at stake. Yeah. Right? Like if you're going to, if you're one of the people that think this is the, this is the, the dire consequence of our time. Yeah. All of these actions have led up to this and we need to do something about this. Then why does the whole world sign on to this and China just gets a pass? Yeah, why why is there no scrutiny? Why aren't the Greta Thunbergs of the world right. it's calling you know, China out? Calling out China. It's always calling out some European country that's, that's already actually reducing emissions. Already reduced a shit ton and doing a lot and sacrificing a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway. Or Japan or whatever. Yeah. Drew Pavlou pulled a yeah. funny one here. He bought one of those fake blue marks. Yeah. Pretty sure he bought it, right? He didn't get one. I don't know. Did he buy it? I don't it, know. Maybe he actually got a blue mark. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, <laughs> he got a blue check mark, whether he paid Drew for Pavlou it or not. Drew is a political activist slash politician in Australia yes. who is against the Chinese government and his party is made up of Chinese diaspora slash uh, Tibetans and Uyghurs. Yes. And they, and Burmese, and mm -hmm. they are trying to stand up to Chinese influence in Australia. Yeah. And you know what? He's just so you know. He's a bit of a firebrand and a provocateur, yeah. and he's he's a good guy all around, yeah. you know? He's definitely a good guy. He's, he is. And um, <laughs> I liked what he did. He got this blue check mark. Whether he paid for it or not, I'm not sure. But he said, uh, My first act as a blue check, I would like to thank Elon Musk <laughs> and Tesla for confirming their support for an independent Taiwan. <laughs> and that's great. It's parody. Yeah. It's clearly parody. It's, it's a great message that we can get behind. And then he said the same message. Thank you, at Elon Musk. And then his Twitter account got locked. <laughs> I mean... So, I mean, yeah. Elon Musk going out there, not to harp on Elon yeah. again, but to go out there and say comedy is back on Twitter and just keep banning people left and right yeah. that do anything a parody. It's yeah. ridiculous. Even people I don't even support, like people that are like way out there politically... Are, we're doing parody stuff that I, I have to get behind because it's freedom of speech, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, they're getting bad. Mm. And it's just a shit show. It what is, a joke. It is a joke. I think Twitter, it, going in this trajectory, will end up in the hands of basic Chinese officials, basically. Seems they'll, they'll be able to run rampant. I mean, this is kind of him just testing the waters. And sure. from what it looks like, um, 
yeah, maybe you, it's going to get to a point where you just can't can't say Taiwan's a country. Yeah, you know? we know where Elon stands on on China. So, yeah, on on the mainland soil with its <laughs> yeah. gigafactories and yeah. whatever else, funded yeah. by the Chinese government. Yes, and I think it's something like thirty percent of his um, profit or more comes from China. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so he he has all of his like fingers in one pie basically you know what sucks is that you know just like just like you said u.s doesn't have a wechat why don't we have a government controlled all-powerful app that can see and track everything we do yeah what a shame elon anyway um glad i never bought a tesla daily what is daily (laughs) bay we got we got you yeah we got another of these pieces of shit yeah that's a daily bay shit these stupid dumbass piece of shit uh uh state media companies yes yes go and they manufacture these huge accounts yes uh and we caught one in its infancy sure uh usually we find them after they've gotten millions and millions of followers so chinese state media what they'll do is they'll go on the platforms they ban facebook twitter youtube right Mm -hmm. they don't allow their citizens to see these and then they use those platforms to talk to Westerners, mm. right? To talk to Western audiences, right? Now, okay, one thing I'd like to point out, how many followers does this have? This is uh, about a half a million. Yeah, 504,000 something. Yeah. How many reviews? Well, it's got five stars. Yes. How many reviews does it have? Uh, two. <laughs> this is what I was pointing out. Yeah. So you get these accounts, mm-hmm. and they're state media. Yeah. Number one, they, ne- they rarely get state media labels. Yeah. So nobody knows mm-hmm. this is state media. They just think it's some very popular account. Yes. Right, like uh, <clears throat> about news or something. And this one in particular literally says it's Guangdong TV, which is yeah. central government. Sure. It's provincial government, which is central government. Yeah. State media. So it's a propaganda account. Yeah. With half a million followers, and two people have reviewed it. Yeah. Two people out of half a million. Yes, I'd say that's a low amount. Let's look at some of the media that they put out. And Facebook, maybe you can start freaking paying attention mm. to these accounts that make millions of followers that are completely fake. Yes. Right, for propaganda purposes. This was put out, uh, it said, seven hours ago. Okay, okay right. Friday, uh, what? On Friday, China released 20 new COVID-19 prevention control measures. Bloody, bloody bullshit, okay? So with half a million followers, how many uh, likes did this get? You got one like. One. One. One like. One like. Out of half a million, half a million. followers. Because you know, if you're a follower of a Facebook group or whatever this is called, Facebook page, yes. you get notified Yes. when there's something it comes up on your feed. Facebook slash meta. There are Chinese government accounts mm-hmm. that are literally getting half a million to millions. Millions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Li Jingjing and stuff? Yeah. Millions of yeah. followers. Millions yeah. of Ms. followers. Lala and all that. Yeah. With n- almost no interaction. Please it shows you it's fake. It's, it shows you it's just bullshit. Yes. yes. Okay, because it's impossible. If this got shot out to 500,000 people, yes. within seven hours is a reasonable amount of time. Yes. Okay? <laughs> you would think more than one person would click like. And you know, the person <laughs> yeah. who clicked like is probably the person who published Scott the article. Said, this is a self-like. From the yes, creator. it's a self-like. You know it's a self-like. <laughs> it they like post it in thumbs up. Absolutely. I mean, so, seriously. Let's go through this real quick. Okay. Because we caught one of these in their infancy. This is new. It's called mm-hmm. Daily Bay. Yeah. Uh, this is another one. How many likes did this one get? Uh, so this is nine hours ago. Okay. There's something about the air show. Yeah. Okay. And it got one like. Oh, one. One. One self Again. Yes. So let's have a look. Uh, next we have, what is this? Oh, this is an event. They set up an event. So yes. 500,000 people. 
that mm-hmm. just joined, by the way, this is brand new. Yeah. 500,000 people that just joined this account. Yeah. How many people went to the event? One. And the one person that went <laughs> is a poison leprechaun. <laughs> Why is he poison? Though? He is. He's just a freaking poison <laughs> leprechaun. Why is he poison? Because he is. He's poison. He's a little poisonous toad. Yeah. This is like a shield that works with Chinese yeah. government. Anyway. Um, one person. <laughs> one person zoom. went. Uh, it's a poisonous like leprechaun. That's... Yeah. So they had a live stream, right? Mm-hmm. And the live stream was for this air show to show China's military capability. Right. By the way, which is hilarious because these this guy, Poison Leprechaun, yeah. he's there talking about how amazing this, like, it's a white monkey job, by yeah, the way. Yeah. He's talking about how amazing this military technology is looking at, like, missile rocket launchers and stuff. That shit's going to be used against you, bro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't join the Chinese <laughs> PLA. Here, no, no, right? definitely not. The shit's made to destroy the West. <laughs> sure. Right? Anyway. Um, these guys, they think they're going to be on the right side of history, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, so if you look at this, so that had one like, one like, one person attended, right? Yes. But look how many views this got. It got hundred and something this thousand got, views. I believe this is probably embedded into their like uh, yes. so China side of social media or something. Some, sure. Something. It's been embedded. Well, yeah. So, so they do these things to make it, uh, to hit quotas. Mm. So nobody, so you can see what's important. That yeah. post about that got one like wasn't important to go show a CCP official, hey, we got this amount. Mm. This air show was very important to them. Yeah. So what they do is they set it up to get 100, you know, not just one like this time, now they're going to get 100 something thousand views. And they yeah. can go, hey, mm. CCP boss, we got this many people and look at this white guy did the presentation. But there's also a problem with this because with 150,000 views, there were only, what, 50, 58, yeah, I mean, 56 the comments? Horrid. It's horrid. 56 comments on hundred and uh, on 150,000 views. Yeah. It shows you. It's nonsense. It's absolute nonsense. Anyway, we just want to say we, we figured out another one. There are so many of these, ac- yeah. these accounts which are just absolutely false, fake accounts. I mean, they're real accounts, but the, the followers and the, yeah. you know, the size of them is fake. Yeah. You know, there are services that you can buy, and it can be from India, Vietnam, China, wherever, where you can buy followers. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. You can be like, I want 100,000 followers. Yeah. And you pay them money, and then they'll get their, they've got their little bot farm there. They've got people, one person with like 60 cell phones in front of them, and they'll go like, join, 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 join. And they've each got like a SIM card in it, and they've each set up a YouTube account and a Facebook account and a whatever account on each phone, multiple ones, and they run scripts. And then it'll just go and, you know, subscribe and leave a fake comment. That's why sometimes you see stupid comments that don't seem to make any sense. Make any sense yeah. It's like just some random thing. Oh, I like your stuff so much. Right. That kind of thing. And it's got nothing to do with the video. Um, it's quotas. So, yeah, it's quotas. Quotas work in every single aspect of Chinese society mm. because that's how the government operates. And it's exactly like their disinformation, misinformation campaigns Correct. abroad. It's <clears throat> also quotas. Yeah. Please stop allowing these accounts to exist. I know. What are you doing? You're taking up server space. I know. Get I out know. of here. Bandwidth. You're wasting our bandwidth. Yes. We could Get be, off the internet. could be streaming some Netflix in like 8K quality for or sure. something, but instead we've got Chinese Facebook bot accounts using up that bandwidth for their crappy live streams of a Juhai show. I'll make an ultimatum and a, and a deal with them now. Yeah. Happy to allow all those accounts to, to exist. I don't even care about the fake accounts, but... 
allow Chinese people to use sure. Facebook and Twitter and YouTube. If Chinese people Open are allowed, that's though. fine. But yeah. that's not fair <laughs> that the Chinese government gets to use this and, and flood it with fake garbage propaganda. You let your own people do it, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Imagine a Chinese person could go to that air show and make a live stream and talk that's about it. That's fine. It would be organic content. Yes. And it would be nope. fine. No, it's not, though. Only it's just, the government's allowed to just use Just government garbage propaganda. And that's why when you see anything coming out of China on any of your social media, whether it's Facebook or Twitter mm. or yeah. YouTube or whatever, you know it's Chinese government because yeah. the local people are not allowed to post nope. things. And if somebody does post something and it goes viral or people see it, they will get into trouble. Yes. They'll get into huge trouble. Yes. So you're only seeing Chinese government fluff piece garbage. So when you see this stuff about, oh, look at Huawei's 5G coal mining or this green initiative... That's something that the Chinese government has concocted and made up for you to see. Yes. And it's made specifically for foreigners to see. That's why yeah. it's on these platforms. Foreigners meaning you. Yeah, you, like non-Chinese people, you know, in, in China, Chinese people. So it's all garbage. Remember that. Every time you see some YouTuber on who lives in China posting something, they're posting only what they're allowed to post, you know? Yep. Yep. And you don't see Chinese people walking around doing it. And if you could, you would see a more honest picture of China. Unfortunately, we will not see that while the CCP is in power. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for us to hit Yamcha. What yeah. do you reckon? Let's do it. Guys, Yamcha is our Q&A. This is where we answer your questions and you question our answers. Oh, you haven't said that in a while. Mm. And of course, it's that time of the show where we get to relax, answer your super chats. I get to loosen so the tie. Button, button. I mean, if you want to, you can. No one's stopping you. I think people might... Not like that. <laughs> you know, you never know. I, I looked at myself doing it and I didn't like it <laughs> what? I won't keep it wide open. You got to try to be like Fabio bit. or something. No, you I'm just trying need to get that long hair. I don't hair. have the chest hair for it. Right. Um, I was going to be like you and just loosen the tie, but I got no tie, so I'll do a button. Okay, you can yeah. do a button. Yeah. Either way, uh, we answer your questions now live. You get to watch them on the weekend. On Monday, we cut it out of the show. But if you're a patron, if you go to patreon.com forward slash ADV China. ADV podcast. Sorry, ADV Podcast. What am I saying? ADV Podcast. Yes, if you go there, that what he said, then um, you'll always be able to see the entire show because we upload the full show with all the questions and answers every Monday. Open yeah. more, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys. Um, yeah. You guys get me a little... <laughs> for, those, for those of you who are leaving us now, uh, we'll catch you later and stay awesome. Yes. So, yeah. What's our uh, question? Videtti said, follow-up. Uh, to the above, this is about the New York City contractors. Mm -hmm. If you search for green, that's with an E, LLC on YouTube, you'll see tons of videos of Chinese brokers trying to sell those units and videos are only in Chinese. It's not going to be good for New York City. Yeah, well, well, I mean, that's how it works, man. Like if there's a, if there's a demand, you know, there'll be a, there'll be someone there. Giving there will, it. yeah, sure. There'll always be a demand mm -hmm. for real estate from rich people in China, people with money. In China, because the Chinese real estate market is crap and the investment opportunities in China are crap. Yeah. So they have to go abroad, yeah. you know? No choice. Um, are we lagging or are we good? Maybe. doesn't matter. No, we're good. We're good. Uh, Predcon 1. Don't Chinese have pro proverbs about things like you can't take it with you? What good is being rich if all your gold is radioactive? I see what you're trying to say. Yeah, it's tough. And that's why people are trying to get their money out, right? Well, I mean, I could, yeah. I suppose. <clears throat> Sean O'Sullivan, <coughs> excuse me, so thirsty. I need a so-called Dr. Peter. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about this guy, okay? Because good old Balsack, again, is somehow dodging all of his responsibilities for helping muddy the waters when it came to, you know, the whole COVID spread. And uh, now he's getting paid again.
Yeah. So uh, after I opened my shirt, people are calling for me to open that OnlyFans, but then someone said, oh, "How about Only Clams?" <laughs> oh, what I had on? Yeah, that's right. Only Clams. Yeah, he probably looked at you and he was like, "How sure? How sure?" Oh, I think he's into something else. I think he's into other things. Oh, he certainly is. Yeah, yeah certainly especially. Is. Like, yeah. But I know. Oh, you're you're, I, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Though. You know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you are part of Patreon.com/slash/ADVPodcast. <laughs> and you saw the episode on oh, the Shabon Ho. Oh, sorry, the Shabon Ho episode on the worst X Men. So we did a three part series, by the way. Yeah, we did a whole like thing, a whole you, expose you on Clam Man. You definitely want to go watch. Yeah, that. if you if you want to know the yeah. real story of Clam Man, we've got it out there. Yeah, we do, including a very lengthy apology video he made to me. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. That's the selling point. <laughs> not say. to mention the debauchery. Yeah, he's just an awful man. Oh, not just Clam Man, though. The worst expats we met, we, oh, we yeah. showed them. Yeah. And what they've done. Yeah. Oh, it's disgusting. Anyway, yeah. anyway, great episodes. Mm-hmm. We've uh, actually got more of that material. We might have a follow-up. Yeah, I felt weird about doing it because yeah. it's like, I don't want to talk about people, but at the same time, it's almost preventing bad stuff from happening. It helps prepare it helps people. people, yeah. Mm. Uh, dude bub what are your thoughts on the midterms i think that they're nice oh nice is a rare That's oh a rare. sorry I, I was gonna say oh. great but uh, nice nice is so rare it is rare i like nice can you play it again because i like the background of the shooting people oh wait i gotta get you know the people in the olympics nice yeah they have this cool armor they have like this cool like future armor on. i know but i don't like it because everyone like shoots like this yeah why is everyone looking like this no because like it's obviously better it's a better stance to stand like this and you have the gun off to the side and so they have like a mirror or something to look in oh, there i don't know but apparently it's like you can hold the guns more stable that way oh really yeah just don't try that on the battlefield i was yeah so i was thinking if that was the case no it's for accuracy it's only for accuracy it's kind of like you know how like dart people they like put on their nose or whatever i didn't know that do they it, do that yeah Oh, interesting. Or on the ears. Like, it's kind of like a sight. It's it's one of those things, like archery and all that. If you get down to the real, like, you know, you want to be really accurate, like perfect, yeah. then it just looks dumb. Right. It looks like you're doing it wrong. <laughs> it really is. It's <laughs> like, it does look exactly like you just do it wrong. Mean, yeah. But they're actually much better. It's kind of like, you know, pro gamers yeah. with a controller, but they'll, like, hold the controller in like this or something, put it on the table. I had a friend that became Weird. a pro gamer, mm-hmm. and, but he grew up super poor in the ghetto, right? Yeah. And whenever I used to go to his house, his mom was like strung out on drugs, and he lived in like this hovel, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. he had this crap computer that he built himself. It was all open. Yeah. And he had this tiny table, so he had to play like this. Like his okay. arm would be on the table like this, and he'd okay. play like this, and he got used to it, right? Yeah. And so when he went pro, I think he was playing uh, uh, StarCraft Two. Right. Uh, competitively, and he would still, even with like a good oh, okay. table, he was all like hunched over, like this with his arm, like whatever that. works, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, TJM says, What a, what a shamble. Uh, Sunny B says, Rather dapper today, sea milk. Thank you very much, appreciate that. Duck Digital, you need to adjust the white balance. Your face looks a bit too yellow. It's because oh, we've makeshifted uh, an office. We, you know, the, the fact that we've got lighting at all right now, yeah. um, it happened like two minutes before the yes. show. We're on a bit of a, a you know, I was okay. drilling something into the ceiling. It fell down. Like, it was a huge yeah. thing. The whole crazy. thing. The whole thing. Yeah. Um, Turns out the ceiling, like, drywall was rotted and stuff. I'm not used of... to this place. Yeah. 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 Uh, Pitmax. Pitmatix. He's a well-regarded artist. <laughs> yeah. He's... <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. He's definitely got a developing mind. Let's just say that. Yep. Uh, why haven't we made that a soundbite? I had it in the notes. Oh, we should have. Yeah. yeah. We're just going to... Just do it. We're just going to have to just do it. Yeah, we will. Know? David uh, Brooks. Does China have two minutes for silence for 11, 11, 19, 18? No. 
No, they don't have any moments for any silence. No. Uh, there is a moment of a moment of loudness for the Citron earthquake. Yeah, yeah, no, you're actually right. Yeah, that's kind of that was very surreal. It was cool. Yeah, everybody they put all the air raid sirens on. Yeah, everybody honked their horns and like anything that could like basically make a lot of noise, they all put it on at the same time. It's quite surreal. You know, it's would have would have been better is if they didn't cover up the entire thing and allow people to get rescued. That's true. Sort of cutting off cell phone communication so that people couldn't actually well, rescue the As usual, the they, they handled it very badly. Yeah. yeah. As always. Yeah. They like to cut off anyone talking about it rather than dealing with problems. Sure. Uh, Dima, today's episode is sponsored by Dog Shit 10,000 Wumau Tears IPA, only $19.89 <laughs> a okay. bottle. In 1989. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. yeah, you know there's some some craft beer called like Dog Shit Garbage Juice, like it was, raw sweat. <laughs> Dude, yeah, remember, what was it? I was in, in, in a restaurant or something and looking at something to, to order, and I was like, what is this? But it turns out it was beer. Or oh. was somebody was saying like, have this remember the other yeah, day yeah, and i was yeah, like yeah. what is that and it's a yeah, beer turns out yeah. it's a beer yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy all that nonsense i gotta tell you yeah uh david brooks mm-hmm. willie is a funny word cheers milk. oh because i said he had tape on his willie right. i was thinking of the nicest way to say sure wang yeah you say wang anymore yeah you to can. me when i see like people say it like a like a penis so they're like oh he got punched in the wang i think of wang oh. like the name in chinese because i read everything in pinyin just, you know like when you yeah. see like uh I used to see this. I don't. I don't really see it anymore. But back when we used to live out west, yeah, there would be like a crosswalk, and it would say crossing, mm-hmm. but it would say X I yeah Xing. I read that as Xing. Yeah. Instead of like Xing, like yeah, crossing. crossing yeah. It says to me, I read it in Chinese. I just think of Shadow Warrior whenever like you know mess with Lo Wang. You know. Oh okay yeah that, that game <laughs> that old that old bit awesome game yeah that's my jam I'm really good at that. Nice. You're mm. good at it. I'm very good. Oh, at it. nice. Yeah, very good at that game. Santa's Build whiskey. engine games. That was my thing. Nice. Mm. Santa's whiskey says, looking smart today, chaps. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Robin95, thank you very much. Jerry Huang says, I find it funny that the Shills have been so obsessed that with denying the Uyghur genocide by debunking Western media reports about the matter, yet turn a blind eye to the CCP's attempts to cover it up. Great. More mm-hmm. than once. That is absolutely true, my friend. Mm-hmm. Stargate 404, have you heard anything about uh, new about Hu Jintao? Yeah, actually we did. I should have mm. included it in the show. There was a lip reader from Taiwan uh, that managed to be able to lip read the guy next to Hu Jintao. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently he was saying, um, don't look at it. It's already been decided when he was looking at the, trying yeah. to look at the notes. Yes. Because everyone in his uh, clique or everyone in his gang had been not promoted ahead. Mm. So yeah. Xi Jinping's, all of his people have been moved ahead. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the health issue, again. It's just nonsense. Looking less and less yeah. likely, right? Mm-hmm. Cisco Franks, is the CCP supposedly decoupl- uh, depopulating rather than making a safer country? Uh, have a good weekend, guys. Mm, I don't know. Oh, purposely, sorry. Uh, no, I don't think so at all. Jake Dodd, just got home from uh, Vietnam, beautiful country and friendly people. I'm glad I got up the nerve to go. Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, we had such a good time in Vietnam. Vietnamese people are so nice. Yeah, on ADV China, we had a whole slew of videos, which we filmed in Vietnam. And it was was such a breath of fresh air after China in so many ways. Because it reminded us of China when we first got to China. Like a lot of forward momentum. Everyone's like happy. Friendly and approaching you. Want to hang out. It was nice. It's a good time. It's It's a a good time. time. Like We like Vietnam a lot. We do. 
while at 1203 should we send a message to apple by boycotting their products i mean if you if that's the route you want to go yeah apple's it's, huge. it's so annoying because you know we rely on uh, especially these days we do all our editing on apple laptops yeah. and, and whatnot you know we weren't like that before i'm no. more i've always been a pc guy my, sure. my entire life but now um i like the app, apple ecosystem I, I want to support apple but Me i too. don't want it's to American support company i just don't want to support what they're doing with china it's so bad that i mean i don't know what do you, what can you do i don't that's what i said i wanted to give you guys something to do but i don't know i don't know what to do that can act write your congressman <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i mean what needs to be done is not necessarily to boycott apple it's to force them to change yeah stop capitulating to china usually that comes through boycotts though. i know i know we'll, um, we'll, we'll think of something we're gonna have to think of an alternative because it's absolute bullshit they keep capitulating to china but now with what they've done with the airdrop thing it's just like come on yeah. they need to be called out about this um, yes like they need to be called out about this in america Yes. You know how Americans in America. You know how Americans love to protest about like yeah, everything? Everything, yeah. Students, they're bored. Yeah. Right. And that's something that they do for fun is protesting. Right. So Get maybe them, mobilize that. Yeah, students like, you know, just go and stand outside of Apple in Cupertino or Cupert whatever Cappuccino, wherever that place is. Yeah. With a placard and say, you know, hey, I printed this on my, my Mac or whatever, but I'm you know, and yeah. it says like stop capitulating to the CCP or something. Yeah. Why going. not? Do it. I'll give out free Che Guevara t-shirts. How about that? That'll bring a, bring the crowd. Is that still in vogue? I don't know. I feel like yeah. I feel like if you ever want to entrap college students, you have like Che Guevara t-shirts, and you like throw them on the ground, and they'll just rush, like you know, like rats to a piece of cheese or something, and then you can throw a net over them or something. And, like, and then yes. what do you do after that? I put them to work in your factory or what? I don't know what you do with college students. <laughs> what do you do? Like if you I need to destroy a neighborhood or something, you just give them booze and throw them in the neighborhood. It's like oh, okay. a, a weapon. Why do you need to destroy it's a biological weapon as uh, a college okay. student? <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this. Just I mean, say I kind of understand, but like, some yeah. Powerful force, you know? College students, they're a powerful force. You got to harness that energy. I because <laughs> I never, I didn't act like that and I was a college student. Whatever. Sure you did. <laughs> just, you just need to take that, that violent force of just like, Drunken I, actually, I'm going to go out there and say none of my friends in college were like that at all. What, like a violent drunken yeah. force? Yeah. Really? Oh, and we didn't like Che Guevara t-shirts, that's for sure. Okay, yeah, maybe not. Yeah. That, that's more like in the hipper areas, I guess. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. You got to go like San Francisco and crap like that. California in general. Yeah. Seattle. Hey, what if you took those Che Guevara t-shirts and threw them in the sea? Now that could solve a lot of issues. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. Yes, they're oh fools. Hey, I'm, man. I'm saying because then they could take a bath. Yeah, of course. Because they <laughs> yeah. don't take showers, I guess you're insinuating. Yeah. 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 Uh, in Minecraft. Yeah. Hey, Matt and Winston, glad to be able to catch you live. Here's Thank one. you. Here's to all that you do. Appreciate Stargate it. Stargate 404, what do you think about the Biden Xi meeting? Honestly, I'm so tired of these world leaders even like doing anything. I've seen, you know, look. <clears throat> I don't like what's been going on about this because people are seeing it as a win for China. You know? Yeah. They're saying like, look, I mean, America's going to sit down and yeah, yeah. and they're going to like work together with China and come to some understanding. Oh, that ship has sailed. It's like, come on. China's doing a lot of horrible things right now that they need to be called out. Like if anyone needs to bring anything to the table now, it's China. There should not be no capitulation. Yeah. You yeah. know? China should stop backing Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Capitulation, don't you know? breathe in, don't yeah. give up. China should stop stealing IP and, yeah. you know, like flagrantly destroying 
you know, trade markets and stuff with all their illegal copyright infringement and all that nonsense. They never stopped with that. So. China's been stealing my pee. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. There, there's IP, so many things. There's so many reasons why we need to have sanctions in place and why we need to have trade restrictions with China because China is doing a lot of bad actions. It's not because yeah. it's just like, hey, screw China. It's like, you know what? There are human rights violations. There's all sorts of other terrible things. Spies, they keep catching spies working for China, espionaging yep. all these companies and, and so on and so forth. It's time that we're like, hey, listen, pull up your socks, China. Stop doing this kind of crap and maybe then we can talk, you know? Yep. Thanks, Charles Womack. Awesome show. Uh, Anthony Saints, sorry to have to pickle your livers for the great Ryan Shi. Hello, Beijing. Thank, Thank you very much. You mean, what's up? What's up, Beijing? And whiskey, by the way, I have a challenge for you. Go do rock, paper, scissors, and the loser has to be the cat. Oh, no. No, that's <laughs> never happening. Not even going to participate. <laughs> Not even going to. Now, would you like me to be the cat? It's okay. We've it's already got Galloway's the cat. Guys, Ash is the Pokemon master now. Did you hear about that? Ash Ketchum is finally the greatest Pokemon master. Isn't that what he always was? No, he was working to be. In oh, it's going to be. Find, no, it's going to be the very he best. Is, now he is the very best. Right. Big news today. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Ultra Prime Mark. Anyone ask for an older clip? Winston, what do you want? Clip. What, what do, do you, you want? Oh, oh. I get you, I get you. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you want? <laughs> uh, Javier Blanco was uh, Prozzi's Tinder date in China real <laughs> that's a deep cut I'll, I'll actually I'll talk about that sometime at Shabon huh? yep. uh, Koala1203 can you tell everyone here about the Faustian tragedy of Darth Peter the Ballsack <laughs> <laughs> yes that's actually not a bad idea we'll get around to that you know Peter Ballsack also known as Peter Dazak his Eco Death Alliance it's very instrumental in muddying the waters, you know. He once learned how to bring people back, the ones he loved from death, right? <laughs> Something like that. Use the dark side. Either way, him and his um, Baijiu buddies over at the Wuhan Lab of Virology um, conspired to basically make anyone who accused or even came up with an idea that perhaps it leaked from a lab oh. was a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And he got other, um, you know, scientists, he coerced them into writing a scientific journal letter thing. Whether that was his idea or not, we don't yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. But he got them to write basically to all con concede and go together and say like, yeah, yeah, if you say it comes from a lab, then you're a, a loony tune, you yeah. know? And so then people stopped looking in that direction. And then he also was the only person that was allowed as part of this whole UN, I mean, this whole World Health Organization. I keep confusing the two. They yeah. both belong to China. World Health Organization, like, investigation team to go look at his own freaking lab. Yes. He was the only American that was allowed to go. He's not even American. He's, like, British. No, he's American. Well, I mean, he's American, yeah. but, you know, he's a British American. Yeah. So he goes to see his own lab. This dude. What's that? All right. His lab is being accused of leaking COVID. His lab. He doesn't tell anyone. He's like, I'm just not going to mention that. But guess what? I'm going to be the only one who's allowed to go investigate whether it happened or not. Gets to his own lab that he's been funding and working with for years. No conflict of interest. Though. No, his own lab meets with his buddies who he drinks Baijiu with. And while he visited, had a Watson's seltzer. Yes, okay. <laughs> All right, he just did. keep that in mind. He goes to his own lab. <laughs> yes. He walks in there. Seltzer in hand. He's like, Jung, you know those samples that you dropped on the floor the other day? Better make sure it's all cleaned up. Yeah. You know? He's like, whatever. Shi Jung Lee over there, listen, they're looking right now. I'm going to tell them nothing happened, mm -hmm. okay? But you make sure that if they do come back when I'm not here, there's nothing to see here. Then, wait, before he said there's nothing to see here, 
He sipped yeah, his Watson <laughs> He then walks out. He gets to a press conference by the BBC or whatever, and he's like, nothing to see here. No. Nothing to see in my own lab. No. Nope. Which I have millions of dollars tied in through all my grants and stuff. You know stuff. what rumor has it? What? Yeah, the Watson seltzer. At, right after he said that, it was empty. He goes like this. He saw it was empty. He threw it on the ground. <laughs> he didn't even throw it in the garbage. <laughs> Good old ball say. Anyway, um, these are all allegations, obviously. In Minecraft. But it's true. Uh, Jonathan in Sanchez. Minecraft. And he has a lot to answer for. And one yeah. day, one day, you know... The piper is going to come and knock him. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. He did that in China and yeah. he polluted yeah. in Minecraft. What's he doing? I don't know. Uh, Jonathan Sanchez says, raise the port of Dandong volume, please. And that's because everyone said it was way too loud and everyone was going eight. Oh, what? This? Port of Dandong. It's pretty loud. Okay, I'll bring it down. Let's, okay, I'll bring it down. Let's, let's try that again. Is this good? <laughs> Oh, wait, I gotta... <laughs> give me a second. Here it comes. Port of Dandong. It looks pretty loud. Okay, I'll take it down a little more. Okay. Okay, we're gonna try one more time. Is everybody ready for this? <laughs> okay. Port of Dandong incoming. Yeah, Port of Dandong. Is that okay? Port of Dandong. Yeah. Shipping hub. Northeast China. Not brought to you by Watson Seltzer. <laughs> no. No way. Is that uh, all right? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Dragon's Fourth Child, greetings from Japan. I'm super early to catch your stream. Cool. Uh, since I'm already bleeding money, I won't miss I won't miss a little supporting the cause. Oh, okay. thank you. Appreciate it. Hope thank you can you. put a band-aid on that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> People said still too loud. <laughs> <laughs> Not loud enough. <laughs> I think uh, it's about right. So I'm I just slightly good. hitting the red. That's good. Mm. Uh, Doc Southington, when the China show comes on, I know it's the weekend and I can <laughs> Velcro to the recliner and rest these old bones. <laughs> yeah, thanks, nice. Doc. Appreciate it. And shout yeah. out to uh, Doc. He's a Discord mod on our Discord, which you yep. can access. Yeah, if you go to patreon.com forward slash ADV pod. I feel like we've said this more times than I usual. I know, but I want you guys to join. Yeah. Number one, it's financial support for us, mm -hmm. which helps us keep the show going. Number two... We go in there and hang out with you guys. Sure. Number three, you can join the Shaoban Ho here and hang out with us on Monday. Yeah, that's, that's even better. Yeah. Um, We'd appreciate it. Yeah. Just when I smile says, uh, just want to smile says, please turn down the volume on Port of Dandong. We've okay. done that. All right. Foo Fighter mm -hmm. says, Kensington in Philly is a notable bad luck in America. Yeah, we know that very well. Maz, temporary studio. You guys wouldn't have to be on a secret trip for ADV. No we more may. That's classified. We may. Um, <laughs> David. I see, Milk, in some of your past videos, you speak about opinions of Chinese nationalists slash pro-CCP people on different affairs. How are they talking to you if they're nationalists? I have people, I have friends that are very pro-China. Yeah. I mean, I'm pro-China, but I mean pro-Chinese government. It doesn't mm. mean they hate me to death. They, There's a different school of thought. There's a couple of friends that think, hey, it's just the nature of how things go. But we don't talk about politics. And then there's some people that still argue with me about it. They don't hate me. Sure. You know what I mean? You, I mean, you do get very reasonable people who are very yeah. nationalist. Yeah, it's, it's not, I mean, it, it's not like one or the other. You know what I mean? The, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest with you, though. A lot of the reasonable people that were very nationalist are now becoming less. That's, and I, we mentioned yeah. that. I think what he's talking about is previously what we were talking yeah. about. Right now, a lot of nationalist friends are now asking me and you how to leave. Yeah. And, hey, things have changed. Sure. You know? That's the point, because you can be proud of your country yeah. if you have nothing else to be proud of, I guess. Sure. Because that's, I, I mean, 
I'll be honest with you. Like, it's nice. It's nice to be proud of the place you come from. I suppose, from a point of view, you know, like you're yeah. proud of your local area. Mm-hmm. You're proud of who you are, your neighbors, your community, yeah, sure. something like that. But yeah, you can be proud of your country, and you can be all for it and all that. But if you start to see it fall to shit, what's the point? Yeah, what are like, you proud of? Then? If you, and especially if you they, you have no way to change that. No. At least in America, you can go out and protest yeah. and wear your Che Guevara t-shirt or whatever you do. Yes. And go out and do that, right? You can go hold up a banner. You can put mail in people's boxes and get support. And you can do what you want. Send out a letter writing campaign, whatever you want to do. You can't do that in China, right? So yeah. when things go crazy like these lockdowns and you have no control over them whatsoever, you can't vote it out. You can't complain about it because it gets you into trouble. You can't even post about it online anymore. You start to lose all of that pride and all of that... Um, I don't know, that, that love for your country because you realize that it's stifling. Yeah, It's like me with South Africa. I'm not proud of that country. I think it sucks. I think it sucks balls. It sucks. It's a terrible country. All right? Not because of the people, not because of the scenery, but because the government's a piece of shit. Okay? Right. And I would never live there, not in a million years. Right. Worst, worst place to live. Like, why go live there? Right. If the power's going to be out every day for a couple of hours, if you don't get basic services, if, you know, you're, you're liable to be murdered and raped or, 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 yeah, murdered first, then raped, or the other way around, whichever comes first, if you just go walk out in a normal day, right. you know? Right. So I don't have any pride for South Africa. I think it sucks, like I said, but... That's what we're seeing with people that have been nationalistic in the past about China is they still love the people and the culture and all that stuff, but the government's driving them to this point where they're no longer massively nationalistic, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Well said. Marit Stripmatter, YouTube <clears throat> just informed me that people can see where I come from. Come here then. Come here and find out with love. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Marit's. Marit's. Uh, just want to smile says when they throw everyone's possessions do you think that they look for signs of dissent against the ccp i feel like that's a big reason that they would do it no i doubt it i mean i think it's just wholesale it's part of this like let's quarantine and let's clean up because when they send people to quarantine in china that means that somebody has been infected right and they're kind of indiscriminate about who they don't really care so think about it oh block b there was an infection so that means everything's got to go. Yeah. You know, get in there, spray it down with tons of chemicals, which are just bad for everything, and throw that, that crap out the window. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Renaissance Chambra, can we have a Chinese phrase of the week? I'll think about it. I mean, yeah, why not? Eddie, imagine Emperor Sheen, a stormtrooper, saying, execute order, what's up, Beijing? And then Winston and Seamilk having that Yoda moment where they feel the disturbance in the force. I feel bad for those Foxconn workers. That's a trip, <laughs> yeah, that's- Eddie. That is a trip of a comment. Was that Beijing? Uh, Marie Stripmetter says, best Chinese community I met was in Singapore. Hmm. Possible person says, when in a gold rush, uh, sell shovels. When in pandemic, sell tests. Josh Ortiz, my friend, said, yeah. swan, swan. Oh, no. Uh, Fomi117, sorry, we're, we're trying to rip through this, guys. I normally work, work when you guys are live, mm-hmm. but I'm here, and I want to say thank you for keeping me and others informed, standing up against a wave of opposition and doubt, because it's the right thing to do. Thank, thank you. you very much. Appreciate I like, it. really appreciate that. Russell Thander, Though it isn't exactly in your arena, can we one day get a proper video on China military comparison power with your own personal analysis and takes? I've had that in my video idea list for so long, mm. and I've touched on it in multiple videos, but I've never done a proper one. So I should. Yeah, we can 
we can bring that onto the show if you want. Like, yeah, for sure. For sure. We can we can do something. <clears throat> Six Maylene says, Happy Singles Day. Oh, what are your thoughts? And Veterans Day, right? Yep. Happy uh, Singles Day. What are your thoughts on China now apparently easing some of their policies on quarantine? Now it's only five plus three, et cetera. Uh, whatever. Too little, too late. And it's yeah. like, oh, we've dropped it down from seven days to five. Great. Two days. What does that help? It doesn't help shit because you yeah. can end up there and then the whole place goes into lockdown where mm. you are and then you're screwed. Still have to take your tests wherever you yeah. go. It hasn't this changed. Stop the lockdowns. You know, uh, that's that's the thing. China's really mm. just trying to do positive PR. They're like, oh, yeah. China's easing the restrictions to make it better. Aren't and then you when, lucky? Yeah, easing restrictions to make it easier to travel. And then when you look into it, you're like, but it still cost me $20,000 for a plane ticket to fly there. And then when I get there, I still have to quarantine at my own expense for a week. I still need to get tested. What's changed here? Oh, they, they chopped two days off of the quarantine? Oh, no. Yeah, so great. Lucky. Oh, wonderful. And it's only in certain areas, by the way. It's not everywhere, you know? China's extending its wonderful They're like, hand, it's, charitable hands. It's what they do with the green initiatives and yeah. stuff. It's like, oh, put out that, something out there that makes it sound like it's not bad anymore. Right. It's like whenever they put out that crap about <laughs> foreigners getting green cards or whatever. Hundreds yeah, of thousands yeah. of foreigners <laughs> in China trying to apply for green cards and the, the total it's amount like of people that have green cards in, is like, is I think the, the most, it's like a couple of thousand, I think. Yeah, total. It, it, out of 1.4 billion people, Yeah. right? Yeah. It's one of those things. People read in the press and they're like, oh, China's cool or China's just like America or China's just better or China's, yeah. it's, all you know, it's getting better or something. Yeah. But meanwhile, it's like, no, dude, they've just done something to make you think that, you yes. know, look into it first. Oh, that's my answer to that. Janky Raman says... I wouldn't get excited. Yes. Have you listened to The Prince? It's a podcast by The Economist on Xi Jinping. It's amazing. Highly recommend everyone else. Yes, I did. And it was awesome. Such a good thing. What is it? Look up The the Prince. It's like a biographic on Xi Jinping by The Economist. Oh, it's called The Prince? Yeah, really good. Pretty pretty scary. What's his biggest hit? Acid Rain? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I am Prince and I am Plumpy. You know, he's sitting there eating his pork. Could be. He loves his pork. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, when Acid Uyghurs cry, <laughs> yeah. When what? When, when Uyghurs, Uyghurs cry, <laughs> yeah. That, w- that would yeah, be, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be his, like pr- the number prince. two. Yeah, the prince. It's, you don't even have to call it Xi Jinping. It's just called the prince yes. instead of prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah the prince. You. I like that. Yeah, janky. When Uyghurs cry, that's like the <laughs> most dark slash apt joke. Yeah. Like it's so accurate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, his album yeah yeah janky ramen do you think he rides one of those shit what what motorcycle it's like a 400 cc automatic automatic bike but what would he what would xi jinping ride let's think if he were to ride a motorcycle what would he ride would have to be like Like the most laziest like a bergman suzuki bergman scooter yeah it'd be like something like that but like a knockoff he'd he'd ride those like no, Chinese sidecars or what? what, a, what a, no, those are too. Those are too like manly. You know what I mean? Yeah, those are really hurt. Okay, we've we've ridden those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's too risky. Right, right. I think he would ride a Chinese knockoff of one of those trikes. Oh, those big. Yeah, yeah like a trike that you see those yeah, orphans those, ride. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. One of those trike things, or maybe yeah. those. What do they call them? Cat catamaran, caiman. What are yeah, they yeah, those like, things? I mean, I mean, like a knockoff. Of, yeah, yeah, those things. Yeah, like a one two five. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what he would ride. Yeah, it makes sense. Janky Ramen. Um, are there dialects where she is pronounced as s, s instead of sh? No. no. Chinese speaker does a pro- podcast pronounces it that way. Oh, there's 
like uh, Northerners will say like Xi Xi Jinping. You'll hear that probably. Um, Xi, Xi Xi Jinping Xi Jinping. Yeah, it's different. There's different sounds. The biggest sound you're gonna hear is the difference between S and SH sound. They should call him Xi Jinping in in freaking Beijing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except it's this XI sound, not SHI. Sound. You just said put an R on everything, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anna Chong, happy Veterans Day to my fellow vets, by the way. And thank you for your service if you're a veteran. That cream soda Dr. Pepper is disgusting. The cherry is superior. Wildly inaccurate. The cherry <laughs> is horrible in comparison to the cream soda. Cream soda is much superior. It's, what do you think? Yeah, it's, I'm going to go with the cream soda. The cherry soda. is lame. It tastes like medicine. It's kind of medicine-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Panama Chong, you're completely wrong, and I very much disrespect your opinion. But thanks for the super chat. No, we appreciate it. Sergey Danilov, hey guys, have you tried the original Ch- uh, Czech Pilsner? Well, I used to drink that all the time, actually, but it would go skunky sometimes because it's a green bottle. Mm-hmm. It's the worst uh, first pale lager. The word Pilsner comes from the city uh, Pilsen, where it was I invented. like Pilsner a lot. Yep. So one of the best beers, if not best lager. I think mm. you'd both like it. Yeah, I, like I said, I used to drink it when I was younger Yeah. because uh, it was so widely available in my town. That's cool. Mm, very common mm. in America, actually. Eve, too. Thank you very much. I just want to smile. The amount of isolation facilities proves this is going to be a lot for going on for a lot longer. Yeah, they've said as much. Yeah. And think about it. Now that there's an economic incentive, which has probably been there for a long time now, why slow it down? Why slow there's it down? There's no need. So stop investing so, in China. If you, right now, if you think about it from the Chinese government's point of view, if they suddenly stopped zero COVID, they'd lose 1.3% of their GDP. Yeah. I mean, like, why would they do it? It'd be uh, dumb for them, like, from a financial point yeah. of view. He's betting on five years. Uh, can you get a nice? Oh, sure. Nice. Dr. King, here's some Coors money. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank Russell you. Dander, have you guys ever been invited for Tim Pool's podcast? No, we, I don't think anyone's ever asked us that. Kane Forbes, <laughs> Melbourne ended. We, there was, like, some, at some point, like, way in the past, I think we spoke to somebody from their team. I don't know. And they didn't yeah, get back yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. I, I can't remember. Know, whatever. Uh, Melbourne ended its pandemic declaration. I tested positive this week. Uh, home for home and work for five days. Gross flu. Can't I can leave the house tomorrow? Good. So I hope you get better. Maybe yeah, sunshine. get better. I mean, that's good. That it's like you say, it's like gross flu. And yes, that's pretty much how how it has become. Yeah. How much food do people in the CCP COVID camps eat? Is it similar to Chinese jails? There's really no way to compare that. It depends on where you are. And it's it's tough to know, but from the videos and from the the firsthand accounts we've heard from people. It varies greatly. So some people can get be like great, can be horrid. Some people get a decent like what yeah. they call a lunchbox, which is just like rice with some vegetables, Boiled a little egg. bit of meat. Yeah, yeah. Some people get nothing. Some people like a whole dorm will have to share one thing of rice. You know, yeah. it just depends. So it's yeah, depends where you are. Uh, does the government make citizens suffer and at least give them blankets? Again, wildly depends on where you are. Yeah, Preston Magley, I wish there was a way to help these people. Don't we all? Uh, ridiculous says. Sea milk looking dapper. Is the suit your new thing? No. And I got too hot, so I took it off. Dylan Viennet, <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for that, by the way. As mm. for the sh- Vicky Shu abuse, remember that China ranks below Saudi Arabia when it regards to human right or women's rights. China yeah. being a feminist paradise has to stop. Exactly. Yeah, I'm so sick and tired of that weird narrative that's going around. The women held up half the sky bullshit. It's not true. Dylan also with a, a, mm-hmm. hot, a hot quote from Chen Weihua that we had forgotten. Yeah. Shame on the Holocaust Museum. Yes, remember that. <laughs> 
Jamal Warrior Chen Wei yeah. Chinese state media said shame on the Holocaust Museum. Yeah, because they they talked about the Uyghurs or something, yeah. right? They're like, we can never let this happen again. Stop yeah. genociding Uyghurs. And he said, shame, shame on, on the Holocaust, Holocaust Museum. Museum. Seriously, yeah. There's certain areas you just shouldn't go. No. And you've been watching uh, since Winston's China How It Is series eight cool. years ago. First time catching you to stream live. Here's a tip for beer money. Cheers from Estonia. I love wow. Estonia. I had a great time. And in thank Tallinn. you for being such a long-term uh, viewer. That's awesome. Yes. We it's love really Estonia, in, by the way. We'll go. Yeah together oh, we'll yeah. have beer with our theme you. songs from there yes mm. we'll share a beer with you in estonia you don't even have to come see us yeah uh koala 1203 speaking of the billy billy cartoons uh maybe china secretly in favor of global warming and rising sea levels <laughs> looks like look at their pollution index yeah that, uh, that's they're just like predicting the future where there will be no continents it's a it's a, a rare w for china's honesty yes yes it's <laughs> uh, kind of funny uh Mary Strip Matter says, does China think it's a Soviet Union? Because it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fredcon one. I'm sorry. I meant uh, the wealth at the cost of heavy pollution. Yeah. In both places, what's the state of China's software industry? Um, I mean, it's growing for sure. I worked, I actually worked for a software company um, in Shenzhen for a while. I used to train their managers in English. I used to do a lot of corporate English training at a time. And I'd say that uh, as far as programming is concerned, very, very capable people. Like the, oh, yeah, the, the workers. Coders, yeah. And you know, it was very weird that I found is in China, there are a lot of female programmers, which is not normal. It's not normal. Uh, in, women, yeah. Like when it comes to hardcore programming, um, I found in the programming yeah, the industry because... all around the world, it's generally not women. But in China, there's a lot of women programmers. Yeah, when I was in school, I mean, granted, I graduated in like 08 or whatever from university but the uh the amount of of women programmers in the field were so much fewer than i saw yeah. in china there's a lot more women yeah it was just it was a bizarre thing to me having been in it my entire life yeah. to see so many uh, women programmers sure. they're sitting there working out bugs and stuff i'd say sure. um one that's an aspect of course the majority of uh, chinese programming is all based on previous work and reverse engineering stuff and so yeah on. it's very not, it's capable. not innovation it's not innovation but um very capable programmers yeah you give them sure. a task yeah go and you know remove the bugs from the software that do it you know and yep. do it well chippy weiss the street behind you looks like cripe yeah sorry <laughs> don't fuck cripe it's like actually this is nicer than a lot mm -hmm. of the places yep uh the ape of naples i like to take my don't shout out other brands that we don't have sponsorships for. Might ruin future potential. <laughs> right. Ultra Primark, good morning from Japan. Uh, glad I made it for another nice and great show. Oh, yeah, it's pretty nice. Nice. I hope Elon and Apple great. are not to listen to the CCP talking cripe. Yeah. Oh, we got another don't one. Don't talk tripe. Eastern Blend says, is Dear Wong single? Or does she have any relation to the infamous white-tailed deer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the greatest anime yeah crossover crossover of all time, white white tailed deer, and yeah, deer, deer Wong. Wong. Yeah, imagine I, if she was riding the white tailed deer into the sunset or yeah. something. You know, it could be a be pretty funny. Painting. You know, um, she's, she's married to the state. Well, yeah, I mean, and you know what's sad is I think that she she's got a nice voice, um, and I think that she was trying to be some sort of pop star or music artist, and the only job she could get was in state media so now she has to do propaganda and i'm not yeah. by the way i'm not just maybe it's her own choice you just i just don't get just the defending same, her because you think she's pretty i don't <laughs> i don't get the same vibes okay as 
certain others that I won't even name. What, like Li Jingjing or yeah. something? Yeah. Oh. Like, that seems self-motivated. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Do you see what I mean? There's a little bit of a different it's vibe. It's like a Chinese Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like, know what I mean? It's like, this has been like just a Zi know, You know, in a woman's like, she just appears to be very old when she's young. You know what I mean? I'll only allow. I will only allow <laughs> this because she's so awful. Yeah, she's like terrible. Like as a person. But you know she's what? You know what I mean? Like when you just see a bitter, a really bitter, like auntie or something. Yeah. But they're young. Right. But they're actually. I'll just only a, allow this because she's right. awful. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Genocide yeah. deniers are free, free game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Open game. Just saying. Yeah. Acronist mm. Chinese drinking. You get the contest. same with men too, by the way. Oh, of course. But we're not talking about a man here. <laughs> no, we're not. She's a woman. Yeah. Uh, who can stomach the most glycol? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Chinese drinking gun. Yeah. It's all fake. Yeah, that's true. Uh, CH says, Lao Ai looks sexy as fuck in that suit coat. Thanks. <laughs> too bad I just had to take it off. Oh, jeez. Uh, Onlyfans.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Torin, uh, only clams. Yeah, only clams. Uh, Torin Dill, thank you very much. Elzin one, it might be a good idea for you and others to point out the trolls coming out of China where they're coming from. Elon just started fixing Twitter after cutting down un, cutting down the unproduct, unproductive staff out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, man. Like he seems to be making a lot of mistakes. Let's wait and see where it goes. Yeah. I'm wait and see where it goes. Yeah, the ape of Naples says uh, that's an interesting name, by the way. <laughs> yeah, uh, I keep wanting to read read that as nipples. Why? I don't know. Luis Rossman's advice, just buy used products. I don't know who that is. We don't that's... offer advice for your purchases. <laughs> what? What is it? No, that's that um, complaining Apple fixing guy. Oh, okay. Gotcha. He's like a moaning. Is he a good dude? I guess. Okay. Hmm. William Pacheco. I'm in college. Send me a shirt. I'll protest Apple on campus. Awesome, Excellent. William. We love you. Thanks for chiming in. Excellent. Yeah. Che Guevara can have like a hammer and sickle in it. We could probably Actually, have better give a shirts. beret as well. Yeah. We don't need to do that though. We can just be, they can be normal people. How do you There's entice them? If, how do you entice there, them without that? I would hazard, I guess the vast majority of college students are very awesome people that are thinking about how to make the world a better place. Uh, At least 50% of them. Yeah. 50%. Yeah. That, that'd be an easy way to like root it out. Separate. You, you, all you do is you take like, let's, who would you say is like a, a great, a, a great inspiration or a role model? Bob Ross. Okay. Yeah, sure. Bob Ross. Nobody can really. No, he's uh, a great People guy. make fun of his hair, I guess, but that's yeah. it. So you take Bob Ross shirts and you throw them on one side. You take Che Guevara t-shirts, uh, throw them on the other see side. See who you pick. Yes. Uh, that's yeah. actually good. Yeah. And again, you stop it there because I made the mistake of asking you, what do you do after that? Mm. And you went on to proceed to talk about drowning them or something so oh, i said let them wash in the sea oh right 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 something about there nets. may be sharks <laughs> you know again <laughs> we'll see we'll stop it there okay all right we can, yeah rainbow dancer 97 is the uk's rwanda policy going to put uh, chinese asylum seekers in danger of being caught by the ccp uh would love to hear your views on the policy in general if you guys have any you know i'm i did hear about that and i i'm gonna open it in a new tab so i can i'm, read more. I'm not familiar with the uk's rwanda policy I w- i'm going to read into it more though i know that rwanda the, the horrific things that happened there i remember yeah, when course, they were happening we all, we all learned about that being in africa at the time oh we learned about it here it was a huge mm. part of our curriculum yeah it's awful brian and tootsies and whatnot yeah. brian zululeta mm-hmm have you guys seen the takeover? Very interesting China plot. Uh, the takeover sounds very familiar. Mm, not sure. Oh, 
Oh, no, I did not. Didn't that get bad reviews? I haven't seen anyway, it. Anyway, yeah. Uh, is that a Steven Seagal movie? I don't th- think so. Maybe. Eric. P- See if it is, it'll <laughs> be awful. Steven Seagal. Z- is he shilling for Russia? He's of like course. a Putin shill now. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Uh, Eric Palenz. I order vapes from manufacturers in Shenzhen. Hmm. They invited me to visit. Is that even possible these days? Yeah, I guess. Look it up. Go look. At, go on your Have whatever fun. kayak.com or whatever. Have and, fun. Um, check check your ticket. See what the requirements are. By the way, they don't accept uh, foreign vaccines. I don't think. No. You have to have a Sinovac. Yes. Anyway, take a look. Take a look at all the requirements and then figure out whether you want to subject yourself to all of that. You know. Yeah. I love Shenzhen. It's a fantastic city, and under normal circumstances, I would suggest. Anyone go to visit it just to see it and to walk around and explore. Yeah. Um, but under the current circumstances, I wouldn't suggest going to China at all. No. Irving Chies, mm. it's a shame the vocal minority is stopping politicians from calling out China because they're afraid of being called R word. Yeah, I agree. Uh, William Pacheco, what does she think of places like ultraviolet in Shanghai, uh, Shanghai uh, super bourgeoisie places? Uh, well, I mean... He hates Shanghai. Yeah, that's why. They, uh, <laughs> that, why do you think they've had such a <laughs> yeah. terrible lockdown? Yeah. I mean, it's been disproportionately bad in Shanghai. They've seen a lot more scrutiny, and yeah. that's because Xi Jinping's enemies are all in Shanghai. Yeah, and the people of Shanghai. Let's be honest. They're not we, nationalistic. And we know China in Shanghai people tend to think of themselves as more sophisticated and better than everyone. Yeah, they, okay? they see themselves as Shanghaiese before Chinese. It's kind of like people in Manhattan or whatever. Yeah. They think they're like, oh, they're so sophisticated yeah, like and better. Than, or they think they're better than people in like nowhere, Alabama or yes. whatever. They're like, oh, those those people. Uh, we're you know? not doing Alabama anymore because yeah. I, I ruined it. Whatever, people, you know. We could do Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. They're like, oh, those Oklahomans or whatever. Yeah. They're sitting out there and going to their... What do they even do in Manhattan? They go to like Broadway or whatever? Something like that, yeah. Carnegie sure. Hall? Where's Definitely. That? Is that there? Oh, yeah. All of those places. They go to those places? Yeah, and the uptowns. Yeah. You know, <laughs> definitely. Hanging do. out in the meatpacking district or whatever. Yeah, sipping on that Something. Stuff. Yeah. And they're all like, whoa, we're so fancy. You know rest- what they're drinking? Manhattan's. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. But they like they, they watch Sex in the City or Absolutely. something? Absolutely. They put on Sex in the City, and then after they finish the episode, they get to Manhattan, they watch Frank Sinatra. There we go. Yeah. And they do that stuff, right? Yeah. And then they think they're better than anywhere. They absolutely do. And they think, they're like, oh, Oklahoma, all they're doing is sitting in that brown field. <laughs> and the wind is whipping. That dry wind is whipping through. Yeah. And a tumbleweed goes by. And they they just look out. And they, they look up at the sky. And like, it's just dust blowing around. They can they even read? Anything. You know, can that kind of read? thing. And that's you know, that's what a New York is thinking, thinking right? about yeah. them, right? That's definitely Shang- not what's happening. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's definitely not. But in, no. in China, Shanghai people are like that. They they are. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. They are sophisticated. Like yeah. In comparison oh, yeah. to oh, yes. the majority of China, Shanghai has always Lots been... Lots of English speakers, yeah. wealthy. It's always been more cosmopolitan. Yeah. It's been more international. Yeah. Um, and when you go to Shanghai, you, you pick up on that. It's yes. definitely a more international city. There's a lot more going on. It's very different and than it, China. Yes, it has a lot more um, variety than the yeah. rest of China has as far as not only just restaurants and things like yeah. that. Like, for instance, you get like a White Castle and a, a teasers yeah. and stuff. Crazy stuff what, you'd never think of. Yeah, what Hooters. is? Yeah, Hooters, same thing, right? You get those kind of places <laughs> in Shanghai. You yeah. just said like a very obscure strip club in South Africa. That, that is on the billboards everywhere, <laughs> oh, okay, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's yeah. just, they get them mixed up. But, you know, you've got like international brands in Shanghai. They've got like a, a Habit Burger and stuff there, right? Yeah. 
They've got stuff like that weird shit. You, you would not get that anywhere else no. in China. So Shanghai no. has always been kind of like a Hooters a more... in China or Hooters in Shanghai. I had to. I didn't even plan. It. I filmed there because it blew my mind. Yeah, that it's there. What? That's not China. No, no. It's so weird. So anyway, it's like Sh- a family yeah. restaurant. But that's the thing. Shanghai's always been like a lot more uh, Western and yes. more sophisticated, more international, I should say. Yeah. Um, and so of course, Xi Jinping doesn't like that. He's like, no, we're all Chinese, and you. You better rein that in. You're going to be just like the rest of us. Yeah. You know, so he's a bit more harsh on Shanghai. For sure. Irving Chia says, Port of Dandong is almost a deep fried meme at that OG volume. Is there any deep fried Port of Dandong. Blast it and peak the audio out. I hate that stuff. <laughs> it's very close to being deep fried. Yeah, yeah. Tai, thank you for the effort and the good fight. Sending some love from Taiwan. Thank you thank very you. much. Appreciate it, my man. Uh, Mike Huter says, awesome show, guys. Love... Always love catching you live. Thanks, Mike. Great to see you. Appreciate it. Skim, first time donator. Would you ever consider releasing old Shaban Ho episodes for people who can't afford the tier and make it public after a year or so? We'll see what. Yeah, how it goes. that's entirely possible. Might have a treat here and there. Mm-hmm. We might release one one of our greatest Maybe once hits in a while, at some yeah. some point. Yeah. Uh, Reed, what's Winston's persona and Seamilk's favorite pony? I like Bubblegum Lollipop. <laughs> I don't. I know. only know Rainbow don't have a Dash. persona. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, your persona, yeah, for sure. Do I don't. I don't know what cat. it would be. What would it be? He wants to be the cat. Oh no, definitely not a cat. No. What, would, cat. what would be a cool animal? Like you know, that's the thing. They always choose like, like wolves. It's always foxes and Why wolves. Why can't they be cool shit like a turtle? <laughs> Is that cool? <laughs> I, I guess a ninja turtle's kind of cool. No, I mean, I'm thinking like something unique. I'm say, I should say, like, why not be a bird? I I suppose that's possible. why not be a snake. Yeah, because it's not furry. Yeah, it's it's not furry, is it? I don't know. It has to be anthropomorphic. You don't see polar bears. Why not? Why not a whale? <laughs> they're, because they're not furry. Oh, I, I think you do get polar bears, dude. Oh, okay. I feel like you get definitely get Arctic foxes. Oh, there's a lot of Arctic. It's always foxes. It's always foxes. foxes I don't know what's going on. Foxes there. banging wolves every time. <laughs> Sorry, no first. And horses or something. No first. Lots of horses. Yeah, that's and just, dogs. Yeah, let's just move on from this very lots of strange. bunnies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that um, that movie that came out? What's that? Zootopia. That's mm. massive in the furry circles. They love that movie. Look at it. It's a furry movie. <laughs> it's Might probably well like the director is probably a freaking furry, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. A little trivia for you guys. You know what? Uh, Zootopia, all the movies in China, they have different names in Chinese. Yeah. It's called Crazy Animal Town. Crazy Animal Town. It's yeah. very literal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Millie Rue, thank you very much. Sydney Chapman, I uh, wish we could get Winston's parents out of South Africa. Me too. Scruffy Koala. Boys, hit us with a tong suola. Oh, hell yes. Hey, Hey, we need another one though. You can't get one without the other. No, you need no, them both for sure. Yeah. John Wayne, cherry Dr. Pepper is the bane of my existence. Cream soda is the only drink for real <laughs> lovers of freedom. Thank you, John. I like Wayne. that. Yeah. Dan Dantong uh, sixty nine. Is that a port of Dantong? <laughs> Could be. Port of Dantong. Here is my Chinese manners. Okay. John Wayne, thank you very much. Doc Slothington, have a good weekend, everybody. Doc's orders. Thank, thank you, Doc. You. Mega Mirage, awesome show. Helps me know that I got to understand China. You got to understand China. Chippy Weesk says, if I was knocked out on that particular street behind you, would I be paid money? Why? <laughs> oh, <'cause, laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, you knocked me down. <laughs> 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 
right. All right, guys. Uh, we'll see you on Monday. Was that it? That was it. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. It's been a good show. Um, we've enjoyed it and hope you have enjoyed it and found something interesting. We do try to always have an important conversation. We try to give you some knowledge and let you understand what's happening in China because it's so opaque. And the way it works is it's got a very, I don't know how to explain it, but the propaganda engine of China is so effective yet so absurd at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But it works because they just throw so much at it. Yeah. You know? It's the sheer and amount. It's like nonstop. Yeah. So uh, it's hard to see through it if you're not familiar with it all and hadn't lived there for as long as we have and all that nonsense. So uh, thank you for watching. Can't wait to see you in the next one. And until then, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome. And I'm uh, going to cut cut myself off this time, probably. But I'm going to try are. not to. At least you admit it. Yeah. Let's go for it. Five, four, three, two, one.